For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, folks, and hey, Bear. Welcome to the Nate Land Podcast. Today's episode of Nate Land Podcast is brought to you by Electric E-Bikes, Indeed, Helix Sleep, and Athletic Greens. Uh, welcome, everybody. Nate Borgetzi, Brian Bates, Dusty Slay, and filling in for Aaron Weber, the Mike Vecchione. Thank you guys for having me. All right. All right. That's a good attitude. <laughs> Out of the gate. I'm pumped up. Uh, Mike Vigone's got a, uh, his special is coming out. The Attractives is coming out uh, March 24th. So this week. So this comes yes. out Wednesday, Friday. It comes out Friday, right? Friday on uh, my YouTube. Uh, so uh, this is the first. This is it. My... Uh, I don't know what, how to say it, but Direct, my directorial debut, my directorial yes. debut, right. Nate Land presents and the Nate Land presents and the Nate Land world. Uh, the first, it all relies on Mike. I uh, got a sneak peek mm. of the special yeah. mm. and loved it. I did not think I'd like your directing, but it was actually impressive. There's a lot more to it than you realize. Right. You got to pay for music. You got to pay for laugh tracks. You got to pay for a lot yeah. of stuff. So I'm Laugh joking. Tracks. Yeah, and they got. <laughs> looked and at that was, yeah, that, that was, was a shot at everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is there anybody you didn't take a shot at with that one? Yeah. Bates. Well, I am serious about it. It looks yeah. really good. It's really funny. I was there that night, but right. uh, my wife went to the taping too. She loved it. All yeah. the attractives were not, there. Uh, yeah. She's not, you know, yeah. an easy uh, comedy fan, right? Either she loved it. Yeah, yeah. It was it was awesome, and I'm excited for everybody to see it. And uh, yeah, it's starting. We got yours, and then Greg Warren's, and then Joe Zimmerman's. Uh, and we got some other stuff working on with stand up, but I mean, I think we're, you know, going to build this out into, uh, uh, I'm hoping to do all these specials and people can watch them and, uh, you know, and it's, it's basically TV clean, like old TV clean. Cause I try to think of what I'm trying to, you know, it's like my comedy is like, it's like family friendly, right? but it's not like it's, you know, it's like old TV clean, like mm -hmm. the way. Yeah. The way it was when we when we came up, right? You know, we did specials like you had to be clean. 
I like to say my comedy is like the edgy guy at church kind of thing, right? Yeah. Where you're like, just it's still okay, but you're saying things that other people wouldn't say. Yeah. Well, yeah, we man. went to different churches then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you would not be accepted at yeah, my church. No, no, yeah. That's true. You're the guy that goes to church, but you <laughs> stay out in your truck the whole service. <laughs> yeah. But you're there. Yeah. You drop your kid off, right. and you, you pick yeah. your kid up, and you encourage them to go, but you don't walk in. And right. one day you will walk in. Yeah, one day I'll clean it up yeah. and, and make my way in there. Yeah. But yeah, even like a like a Steve Harvey on Family Feud type of thing, where yeah. it's a yeah. little edgy, but you yeah. can you can still do it on you TV. You can still do it right. on TV. Yeah, that's what we're going for. Uh, so yeah, so everybody uh, comes out this Friday. I want to say 5 p.m. Central or 5 p.m., I think it is, yeah. 5 p.m. Central. Central time. Central time. So 6 Eastern, say your <laughs> clocks accordingly. Subscribe to the YouTube page. Uh and uh, yeah, we're excited. Uh, so yeah, and Aaron, Aaron's not here. He refused to. He did not want Mike to have a special. <laughs> so <clears throat> uh, uh, it was a slap in the face. Yeah, yeah. Aaron thought. He, yeah, he's he protesting, said, and he uh, he refused to come. Yeah, so that's understandable. Uh, and then yeah, I'm back. Got my hat. I sold out London. Uh-huh. I sold out the London show. How about that? I got the hat, mm-hmm. and I sold out uh, uh, Amsterdam. Oh, they gave wow. me that. Yeah, pretty pretty fun. And the other shows where we had uh, Dublin was close, and then uh, Oslo and uh, uh, Brussels was. They were they were both solid. You know, like it's all like it's funny to go. You go play these. Uh, you know, some of these like London was like a thousand people. Mm. That was like probably eight hundred something like that. And then uh, uh, Dublin was probably like seven hundred something like that. I think. And then. It was like 300 maybe or 200. Like, it's crazy to like, you're just over there. It's crazy that anybody even shows up at all. Yeah. Do you think people had to weigh it out in Amsterdam? Like, go see Nate, tickets to the Anne Frank house. Nate, Anne Frank house. They had to decide. Well, I'm at night. They really had to decide. I'm at night, though. Oh, okay. So that, you know, we went to the Anne Frank house. Uh, How was it? Fun? Yeah. Yeah, we went to all your spots. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was it, like you know Harper is like fun learning doesn't about seem like fun the doesn't seem fun does not like seem like the great. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna actually say that. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like inappropriate to get engaged at. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Brian did. Brian got down on one knee right before they went in the right before they went behind the bookcase. Yeah, he goes, "Do you mind if we do something out here before we go in?" He was at least respectful not to do it right. behind the bookcase. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, it was fun because Harper's learning about Anne Frank, and they were learning about Anne Frank like up to like she was leaving right. to go to the Anne Frank house. So it was it was fun to go to it or fun, but it was like it was crazy. It's powerful. It's all you know, right. and then also to go with uh, her, she knew a lot about her. They got a, she got a book and the Anne Frank diaries. I told Harper to go to school today and go. I'm sorry, I'm late, but I was in uh, Europe <laughs> all weekend, so. I don't know. Maybe you guys have heard of it, <laughs> yeah. but I was actually there. So why don't you? Well, we don't teach about Europe, but it's <laughs> there. You know, it's so old. Europe. It's just yeah. <laughs> Europe's old. Europe yeah. is old. Yeah. Like that's the that's what I took from it. Like the whole. Like I, you know, I've never been, and so when you go there, it's just like every building is 
just, thousand years old or like McDonald's. Yeah. Oldest yeah. stuff yeah. was new, and Europe was still going. Yeah, you, if right. you want to make America feel new, it's go to Europe, yeah. and yeah. then you're like, oh, we're brand new. Yeah, like yeah. it's crazy, and it feels like that when you're talking to the people, like the people there, just mm-hmm. you know, like they just there's something of like they have uh, hundreds and hundreds of years in their genes. Yeah, your grandpa was a knight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He had yeah, I mean, they're you know, they yeah, they have a couple grandparents that are probably still not into cars. Like, you know, they're like, I don't trust them. Uh but man, it's just how old everything is is what's just mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. Got buildings that from a thousand. I know. One (laughs) thousand. One thousand. Everything. I mean, they're new, like they I don't think they show you eighteen hundred buildings. They're like embarrassed, but they're like, that's like a new modern like, art. He goes, it's affordable yeah. housing. <laughs> that's right. They, they treat 1800s is all, that's affordable housing right over there is 1825. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oxford University was, I think, from the thousand or something. Yeah. Like that. Something crazy. Yeah. 1000. They have to do it in BC and AC. That's the way they have to describe stuff. AD. AD. <laughs> AC is the electrical. I think that's the band. Yeah. Oh, AC. Uh, ACBC? A, yeah. ACDC is the... They came out when you were in... What? College? <laughs> when did they come out? No. Mike and I was the same age. Uh, yes. when we were... Yeah. Were uh, they, were, y'all thought they were for the younger kids when they came out? <laughs> These long-haired hippies? Yeah. Um. No, what was I gonna say when I was in Rome? It's really interesting because you're living, but there's like ruins everywhere. It's like you're just walking down the street. It's like Colosseum here. These things that are like, you know, a couple thousand years old. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, and the streets are like cobblestone. It's like you know. Yeah, they did haven. really good. Europe has they uh, as much as I guess some of the places that they could do. They've held on to that like architecture, and that stuff yeah. does show. Like that's where you do see with like America. You're like, yeah, you don't want to lose oh, at yeah. least some right. of this stuff, like because it's it's like that. You you look, you're going over there, and you're like, it's very powerful, and like yeah. so you're as a young country, and it's crazy to be. You were you know seventeen hundred. So was seventeen? I had to look at it. Seventeen seventy six. Yeah, but it's like to be seventeen seventy six, and then just be like, no, don't lose everything. Yeah. Like that's what makes Europe. So great is because, yeah. and they're very proud of it, right. and they're very, you know. But they have enough sense to preserve it. Like we would have turned the Anne Frank House into a <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings by now, and <laughs> just been like, "I'm sorry, it's progress." You go. This table yeah. was the table Anne Frank set at. <laughs> yeah. You go, wow. I have a little plate on that. They go. <laughs> How do they know the servers did? The servers kept their mouth shut. They go. Yeah, yeah. That's what we do at Buffalo Wild Wings. What happens here stays here. <laughs> uh, yeah, like they. It's yeah. I think we're built on like ideas. Yeah. Like America, it's like the freedom, you know, like everything's kind of like ideal. Like, you know, we're built on like, oh, you can be, it's a free country. Like, obviously, yeah, we're the were best, t- greatest country in the world. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, but it's like you want to see that to then also be like, let's also, you know. Yeah, people were tired of what was going on in Europe. Right. Like, let's yeah. get out of right. here. Let's yeah. do our own thing. Yeah. And look, and here we are. Yeah. Were there any jokes that didn't translate? Uh, No, I just did them. Uh, not that I felt. Yeah. Like, that's all I could. See if I felt it. I didn't feel anything. Yeah. Uh, they went great. Shows were great. I mean, we were like, by the time 10 days, we were like, it took me, dude, I got jet lag. Cause we, it was crazy. I was here. I was at, I was home. And I was like, I have a show tomorrow night in London. 
I was driving to the airport at 4 p.m. Central, and I had a show at 8 p.m. in London. Wow. But 8 p.m. the next day. So, and there's six hours ahead of us, I think. So it was 1042. Hmm. So I was go, I was at the airport at 1042 London time and did a show at eight, but wow. I was in Nashville. So like, we just got there. We had great guides. We had, we just like kind of, we set up like a guide because we were in like London for 24 hours, Dublin for 24 hours. So every city, we kind of got a guide to kind of just like breeze through. I mean, we still need, we were, we're going to have to go back and do even a proper one. We were in Amsterdam for three nights and uh, just the way the tour lined up. Uh, I really enjoyed Brussels. They do, uh, I did not eat great. Like I eat great in my great, but not the healthy great. But they do fries with ketchup mayonnaise on it. It's like, yeah. Seems like they like sauces, and I like it. Yeah, that's real special yeah. sauce. But what about their sprouts? Isn't that their main thing? At least that's the way you we know what? I see didn't them have it. There. They didn't throw it. They didn't throw the sprouts around. Well, ketchup and mayonnaise mixed together is a special yeah. sauce. Oh, okay. Yeah. Isn't that the secret sauce? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Put a little pepper, Worcestershire sauce right. in there. Yeah. Uh, you feel like you made your own. You well, ever try to make oh, your own yeah. all McDonald's the time. sauce? Yeah. I do it yeah. all the time at home. You know, like to make yeah. a little sauce. It's, wow. Yeah. It would be, I could see going to McDonald's with you and then you go and say, no sauce. I got something at home. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, I don't know, man. I just want to do McDonald's right. sauce. Yeah, we'll and he goes, a, no, 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 no. We'll do a fresh one. Your kids are going to just be annoyed. Dad, just let, and he goes, get it with no sauce. I have the sauce. <laughs> you make your kids just eat. Yeah, it'll be a little different every time. You know, be, a little yeah. variety. Yeah. You know, a little too much mayonnaise here. It's a yeah. little light this time. Yeah. <laughs> Dusty, do you say it with a clinched jaw? I have the sauce at home. <laughs> right. yeah. They're trying Don't to get make it. a fool out yeah. of me. I have the sauce I'm at slapping home. Slapping their hands. Yeah. yeah. Put it down. Put it down. Uh, <laughs> did everybody in Amsterdam ride bicycles? Yeah. Everybody. It was on. We did it. Me and Laura did it for a second. And uh, right when we got there, we did like a little quick. Did you miss your electric e-bike? Uh, I did. I did miss my electric e-bike. Uh, they have a lot of electric e-bikes over there. Uh, they do. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the new Expedition Cargo e-bike, which is designed with cargo in mind. Uh, I, we have it. We have the electric e-bike. Uh, it's awesome. I I mean, that, that's become a giant thing over there. A lot of people using e-bikes over there. And they go... You know, because they go fast. It just is like, I mean, it's like driving a car. They have so many bike lanes over there. Yeah. You could just get your electric e-bike. And so you can do that here. It can carry up to 450 pounds for any gear you have. It's a very nice way to say it. <laughs> and then uh, it, is, uh, it can go 150 miles on a single charge with a double battery setup. Uh, it, it can also carry passengers, including the kids. Uh, they're the most fun. Uh there's it's just it goes like a electric bike i mean you're just i really you know even just riding it it's just super super fun uh you can lower your gas costs reduce your carbon footprint and if you're in electric e-bikes are foldable (laughs) and ship free fully assembled over 20 dedicated riders on the road i mean they're everywhere in amsterdam uh people are going all all over the place Check out the all-new Expedition Cargo e-bike from Electric. Visit electricebikes.com to learn more about the Expedition Cargo e-bike and all of the other sweet models Electric has to offer. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-bikes.com. There you go.
yeah. So yeah, the whole the whole experience was it, like I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the bike lane thing is interesting because in New York, I don't know if you guys know, but all the bike lanes they were the bike lanes were popping. They had the made it a priority, but then during COVID they put restaurants in the bike mm-hmm. lanes. So there's like these shack rest that you know that part of the restaurant in the bike lane now. Uh, Are the restaurants so, still there? Yeah, they yeah, they, they've kept them. Yeah. They've uh, kept the outdoor. Well, because it's fun. Because yeah. it, right. it's nice. Like when we were, and I was in New York uh, promoting my special. Whatever. There's the rest. The restaurants just just people are sitting out there, and you can have a little heater, and yeah. you're sitting out like it's. I mean, it's a lovely. Right. So yeah. then you're like, how you? But gonna- that, when does that become indoors? You know, that's like indoors too. Next yeah. time. Yeah. Next, Next time, time that's indoor. And then we have to move into the street. Into but the I think lane. what you're arguing is, is that indoors already, right? If there's yeah. car. But there's an opening. So there's right. there's airflow in there. You're talking about for against COVID. Yeah. So when is that? Yeah. The next one could be like, we got to be on the move when we right. eat. So now like, you're not allowed to eat on porches. Yeah. yeah. You got to be in the street. You got to be walking. You got to have right. a blanket. Everything yeah. is walking. Right. So you got to order your food <laughs> yeah. and you have to eat and you walk. And then a service maybe carries a table. Maybe yeah. there's just treadmills out there. Yeah. And you're just walking. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is all solid stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, the London thing was in a, the show is the Union Chapel was in a church. It was a very old church. It looked cool. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, every, every, every place was great. They, uh, it's, we saw Vincent Van Gogh Museum, mm. Van Gogh. Or they don't say like we do. Van Gogh. Oh, Van Gogh. It's Van Gogh. I can't remember now. Huh? Goff. Van Gogh. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think the we, GH but, becomes an F. Is that a GH? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And then so you know, and he had some. You know, that, that we talked about the art stuff. Like you saw his paintings, mm-hmm. uh, but he was not. Rich and famous then, right? But then, got, yeah, 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 he was famous for being a dying crazy penis, person. Basically, mm-hmm. yeah, cut yeah. off his ear. Yeah, what happened to his ear? Yeah. He cut it, cut it off, and cut mailed it, it to his love interest. From listening to this podcast, yeah, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. He's only heard it one sided. <laughs> he could only hear you, Mike. Like he goes, I wasn't hearing. I didn't know other, there was other people on the podcast. He, when you only have one ear, you only hear one of the people. I don't know what. Yeah, See, so I always could, used to hear that that he sent it to his love interest, but then I think they I, well, they, they look like they him. may he might have, but well, that, that's something. what bull rider bullfighters do. They they when they when they if they escape the bull and then right. kill it, they cut off its ear and then give it to a, a girl in oh, the wow. audience wow. that they're into. Yeah, she has to take it home. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Vincent Van Gogh was like, I'm not doing that. You find that a year. Where are you going to throw that a year away when you're leaving? <laughs> you know, if you get a flower, if you get a balloon, you could like let yeah. it go or something. Uh, but in a big bull's ear. I don't, but you have I to do the same thing. True, though. I'm sorry. You have to do the same thing, which is put it in water, I think. <laughs> mm. Guess what's The bad. part about this sending it to a love torment, interest. Was, uh, simply the tormented soul who cuts off his ear. I feel like he got an argument with a friend. Yeah, he was yeah. like a mess. I think he was like psychotic. Dude, did you go to that one house in uh, uh, Amsterdam where they, the mayor wrote his thing in blood? Mm-mm. So a house that where the mayor lived like back in the 1600s was a madman, cut his arm off, and then wrote something in blood. And the blood is still stained in the building. Wow. And wow. you can see it. And that's like, and you know, that was just 1600s, man. 
Not that that's long. Like, yeah. I mean, but you, you, you know, that's the time you deal with that stuff. Like, you know, we talk about, you know, people, or we don't talk about, but politics are crazy. And you're like, back then, you're like, yeah, you do. You know, you get those people that are like, I voted for you. Like, I was way behind that guy. And then he cuts his arm off and writes his, something into a wall. Yeah. And you got to be like, he won. He was like our main guy. Yeah. Like, we were. Yeah. But I understand why, because that guy yeah. has follow through. Do you take, yeah, yeah. you cut your arm off and then you're like, oh, yeah. I'm going to figure out. Maybe like, he what said that. He goes, let me tell you what, if you don't vote for me, I'm going to cut my arm off and I'm going to, then everybody's like, whoa, whoa, all right, we're voting for you. And then he still does it. You're like, come on, dude. Uh, do you take the bumper sticker off the car that day or just <laughs> wait? You, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, I vote mean, for that guy. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, he, they did. They voted for him and yeah. then he got in. He's like the mayor. And then, I mean, then and he did like, that. We'll let you borrow a pen. Yeah. Yeah. He just became a madman. That is, yeah. Characterizing somebody as a madman is great. He, no, not that's not a label we put on people now. He's, yeah, he's a little bit of a madman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you want that in a mayor. Yeah, you know, I want yeah. some change. Yeah, that's true. That is that's true. definitely a, a mayor that would end up doing that. I believe is a mayor is uh, some of the younger kids voted for that mayor. Like <laughs> that's when they they got the young vote out, and yeah, they're like, like I, I like this. If guy. I'll do that to myself, what will I do to you? Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, a couple of people called me out because last week I said that Anne Frank wasn't murdered. And they're correct. She wasn't. She died of typhus, but they were just saying if you're in a concentration camp, you're murdered. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's very that, true. Yeah. 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 They're. Uh, yeah. That. I mean, you know, we watched interviews with his dad, her dad. I mean, it's just brutal. Mm-hmm. And it was like they think like a week later, like she wouldn't. They wouldn't have. You know, they don't really know who turned them in. That's mm-hmm. a big, yeah. I, they speculate some people that lived in the house, right? That, yeah, it was like a, uh, I want to say uh, Arnold, maybe or something. So you're saying like it was about to end? It ended right. a week it later. Technically, I think it the was war? already in. The war ended. Yeah. yeah. The, but it's like you know, by the time they, they, you know, they don't just like it. Took, it took a while to get word. Yeah. That it was over. Yeah, and then. Uh, so they were like, if they would have stayed hidden one more week, they would have been. How long was she in prison? Uh, in the I don't camp? Think, in the camp. Yeah, in the camp. I don't think that long. I don't think that long, but I mean, they, they just got, she got sick and then it just, you know. I mean, because I don't even know, like, and some of them were, uh, like her dad survived. And then you just come out, you can't find them. I mean, it's unimaginable. Yeah. Like, it's just unimaginable. Uh and then, uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's the original bookcase, and I mean, it's just, yeah, it's 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 a, it's it's crazy. There was a couple. I can't this remember who lady it was though. Really fast, or is she a ghost? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> there was a couple of uh, New York comics. I can't remember who they were now on podcast recently talking about going there and saying, you know, the house was bigger than I expected. They mm. expected it to be very small, very tight. They were right. kind of saying it's not that bad here. Yeah, the it's actual like, house or the the attic. The yeah the. It's I can't uh, this no, the rooms like when you go in there, yeah, it's not like I don't know if your head you just think it's like you're just like can't move, but I mean, you got to think there's a lot of people up there, yeah, they had a lot of people in there, yeah, and so like every room was very much occupied, and so right. where the kitchen was was like where the two of the parents slept, yeah, it wasn't just her family, it was right. another family, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of people, I mean, there was really no. You obviously have no privacy, and you got to think two years, two years of just everybody's got to be quiet. Everybody's got to be, you know. Uh, yeah, it's 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 
yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Uh, but you know, was, is honored to go be able to go visit it. And, uh, yeah. And we, you know, it was a fun time. I was in, uh, Huntsville, Alabama this weekend at stand up live with Angela Johnson. She sold out every show. They were all great. Wow. Oh, that's great. But I was thinking the last time you guys were on together, I believe it was exactly a year ago when, uh, oh. my wife and I were having a baby and one, she'll be one tomorrow. Wow. wow. All right. And while you're in Europe, uh, I think I told when she was born, she was born with a cleft palate and she had surgery and everything's great. Um, she's already talking more and, oh, wow. and she's doing wonderful. It's uh, so, as you imagine, scary to give your baby over to yeah. people to have surgery. It was tough, but she's doing wonderful and that's amazing and uh, really doing good. Yeah, that's right. great. great Look yeah. at that. Yeah. All right. All right. Good news. Yeah. yeah. Good news. Yeah. It's good to follow that up. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, yeah. I was off last week, but the week before that, I went out to Corning, California, did a show at a casino, oh. and it was great. I did one show. People came, a lot of Nate Land people yeah. from Sacramento drove down. It was great. Wow. It was awesome. Yeah. I had a great time. That's awesome. Did you gamble? gamble? No, I did not. Wow. I don't gamble. And I when I walk through a casino and I see how sad everyone looks, yeah. I go, This is this is a good idea for me to stay away from this. Yeah. Do you shame them as you walk by? I well, I try to shame so them. Get your with life my together. Happiness. Go see your grandchild. Do you just walk through? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going there. on, but I you know, I get Vegas. I can see how Vegas seems yeah. fun, even though I still don't want to gamble there. But like just some of these casinos out in the I mean, the casino itself is not sad, mm-hmm. but all the people gambling looks at well the casino sucks you in with the bright lights and the dinging sounds it's just like it's a stimulus it just draws you in doesn't I it? i left and went out and walked around in a field for about an hour <laughs> 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 i was like i can't do it just do a little grounding yeah, yeah. i loved it out there the take out, your out, shoes off yeah skip some rocks did you take, yeah, your I shoes did off? take my shoes yeah. off i touched some trees yeah. and yeah it felt good yeah I like to grab a tree. It feels good. Yeah. I feel like when I grab a tree, I can feel negativity leaving Yeah, they've had body. it too good for too long, the trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say we start attacking them. I'm mm-hmm. on Dusty's side on this one. Well, I mean, can you imagine on a highway, you look over and you see <laughs> Dusty with no shoes on grabbing a tree? Because you know he's not out in the wilderness. Like he's just There's an yeah. interstate right here. It happens a lot. Yeah, that, and they just see this and this yeah. guy. <laughs> With his shoes off, and he's just holding yeah. like he's trying to strangle yeah. a tree. I've done it at rest stops. Yeah. You know? yeah, I mean it feels good. But Dusty does look like a guy who would grab a tree. Yeah, yeah. He looks exactly like a guy yeah. who would grab. He also a tree. said in one of the episodes you weren't here that he takes his shirt off when he goes places. Yeah. He's in Florida. If I'm in Florida and I got to yeah. go for a walk, I'll take my shirt off yeah. and walk that whole way. You yeah. feel comfortable with that body? I feel fine in Florida. <laughs> yeah. I feel fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. Florida, yeah. You feel I'm good. not in Miami. You <laughs> yeah. Know, yeah. So. yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, it depends I, on you're like Orlando. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'll take my. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to be in Florida inside with a shirt on, you know, because you're overdressed. Right. Everywhere you go, then. <laughs> right. Like if you're in Miami, it's a little different. Yes. I hear everybody's supposed to be beautiful right. there. I don't know. I've not been, but. Uh, well, you need a singlet and rollerblades. Okay. If you're going to be in Miami Beach. That's what the they wear. Code. That's what yeah. they wear. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty hot down there. Everybody's sexy. Everybody is sexy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool, Mike. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anywhere you were at? I was. Um, Any fun stuff. Where was I? I was at, uh, outside of uh, Boston, Beverly, Massachusetts, off Cabot. And Beverly is a great town. It's 35 minutes outside of um, Boston. 
And the only problem with the town is it, it everybody goes to bed at nine. So, um, but other than that, it's really great. Shows were light. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Oh, the, it shows, yeah. Yeah. The, the Saturday shows were at six and eight. Oh. The late show was at eight. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So um, they just get it in early there. That's all. And yeah. they like it a nice early morning and a, they, they turn in uh, pretty early. So you were the local, you were the comic, you like, you got up at like 9 a.m. And they were like, look at this guy. Hello, <laughs> yeah. sleepyhead. Yeah. yeah. Did you feel like a young comic time. again, doing late shows at eight, not even being tired? <laughs> I was like, it was the energy surge. It was great. And thank you to all the people who came out. It was really a lot of fun. And uh, they have a, a mall with a, only a three or four stores in it. And I find that refreshing. A lot of these malls are cocky and they have just like 28 <laughs> yeah. 30 stores three or four stores in a mall is enough i think I, it's refreshing i think if you only have the three stores it's good but if you used to have more yes. but now you have three yeah. it's sad <laughs> mm-hmm. like a food is that court? all they had they had three and yeah but there was room for a lot more oh yeah and yeah. um like what you what you're saying is sad i find to be refreshing and okay. good you know three or four the food court had two restaurants like, I don't know if you would call but it a court. Room, but room point. for 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you give them a fist? Like, because they, they made it. Yeah. They made it through yeah. the, all the other stores f- f- crumbled. Right. It's a reality and these store. stores got to like JCPenney just sitting there like, yep. that's what's up. Castronauts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you oh, never like, see a Sears anymore, but there's like, there was a Sears, I think, there. It's great. I was yeah. with Dusty in Huntsville, what was that, late summer or fall last year? Yeah. And he made fun of a restaurant there in town. Called Cookie Dough Magic. Mm-hmm. It's it's. I thought it was ice cream. You go in, they have a whole bar set up, mm-hmm. and then I picked out my ice cream. They scooped it up, put it in a cone. I sat down to eat it, and it was warm. And I was like, this ice cream's warm. And they're like, it's cookie dough. Oh. And I was like, ugh. I feel like cookie dough is like a thing. Like if you're making cookies and you have a little bit of it, you're like, mm, yeah. that's good. But not like a. No, I, I actually disagree. I would have eaten the whole, like it's for sale in the store. I would have eaten the whole thing of cookie dough well, back in the need, day. But they say it's salmonella. Or there's some something in there that could really hurt you. Well, they needed you. Well, I was craving it. So I thought I'm going to walk down to that cookie dough place and get me some. Because are you pregnant? <laughs> I guess. Well, I was with Angela, who is yeah, pregnant. Yeah, so that's true. We so said, let's go down there. Your taste would, your taste do become like when my wife, when Laura's pregnant, your taste do become what they're, when they, if they crave something, you're like, yeah, you're like, I can eat that too. Yeah. And we walked down there, closed out of business. Now a creamery is opening up. An actual ice cream place is coming. Oh, wow. It should have been all along. Yeah. This guy ran them out of business. I shamed him all week at, at the Huntsville uh, Club. You right. went back there after you were already dissatisfied? Oh, no, 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 no. On stage. Oh, okay. I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like Babu at the yeah. restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Told him to close it down and open something else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like they were intended to be a cookie place, but the last minute they were like, ah, the ovens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we needed the ovens. But you ever been to an ice cream place? I was, uh, I think it was in Minnesota, where they take the ice cream and then they they put it on a on just a wooden um, table. And then it's almost like it's dough, but they put the ice cream there and then they put all the toppings that you want in it and they kind of cut it up and like mix it together stone? and all. Yeah, it's it, is that what they do? Yeah, it's like so. that. Oh, I and then think they take I know. it and they yeah. put it in the cone and give it to you. But it's it's like a weird. It's a 
seems like an unnecessarily long process. Oh yeah, that they take. But it they through. want you to. It, it feels fresh. Yeah, it feels. It fresh. feels like it's. Yeah, they're like kind of beating the ice cream up a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, got, yeah. I got some gelato in uh, Amsterdam, and <clears throat> I went to this place. Didn't have great reviews, but I'm addicted to sugar, so it didn't matter. And but and it was late. Nothing. And so I go in there and I get it. And he get I get a cone. And he puts he it's just he hands it back to me and it's flat. <laughs> so it's it's like just up to cone level. Oh, he doesn't no. put scoops in. Right. And so it's just you're like, isn't that the free part of the you know, when you pay for like yeah. even if you get only one scoop, <laughs> I think anything below the cone is like, yeah. you're like uh, that's part of yeah. the pay like that's not You're like in America, this is the beginning. Yeah. yeah, that you don't yeah, you can't just go, well, the first scoop is just the <laughs> The like we're ta- we're like we're being so exact, <laughs> so literal, yeah. so literal yeah. that he goes, "Well, I did one scoop. That's all you paid for." You know, if you'd wow. have told me that, I would have paid for two scoops just to get to my one scoop. <laughs> right. And so he handed it to me, and I just left, and I didn't. And I thought about it. I was eating it, and I was like, <laughs> I mean, I, I just thought about it the whole time. Then I went again the next night, and I got. <laughs> Three scoops, and but I got the scoops. And then he was doing, he was filling other people's stuff up too. I think he mm-hmm. he took it out on me. I'm but bad. it's yeah. like, yeah, it's like when I went in there alone, it's like they didn't. But I mean, it was just a flat cone. Was there a language barrier? No, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, in America, like one scoop means two. Yes, it yeah. does. They really go after it yeah. in there because they know you're watching. Yeah. It's all transparent. That's yeah. what I love about the ice cream business. Yeah. And they and, and you could see she's really yeah. trying to get yeah. it in there yeah. and to scoop it. So yeah, one one scoop is equal to two scoops. Yeah. But yeah. apparently they don't feel that way overseas. He didn't that <laughs> night. Not at no. all. I wonder if he was just messing with you and you were like and you were instead of confronting him, you just like, I'll I'll take it. Yeah, I think I was confused. <laughs> And like Laura was like around the corner, because I was, I was under the wire trying <laughs> yeah. to get this in. Right. She's she like, went, "Oh, you ate that fast!" Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah like she's, uh, yeah, I'm trying to kind of get it without her seeing oh, she me go order. It. Yeah, she didn't even know. There's about a it. lot going on. No, maybe she. Mean, my take is that maybe she called him and being and, and was like only one scoop yeah, below yeah, the. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, it's disappointing. All right. Uh, <laughs> Right. Kind of shows you where the reviews are coming from, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see. I mean, there. I thought I should. Oh, that's a good thing to go on and write a review. This guy only gave me a little yeah. bit of ice cream, not even above the rim. Is this traditional here? One star. Yeah, it'd be like when you get shoes and they go, they run a little small, run a little big. It's like the same thing with that. Be like, just so you know, your scoops run a little small. <laughs> it won't be messy. Yeah, it won't be messy. It's flat. It's. I've never even seen it. It looked like my scoop fell off, <laughs> and I and I just walked around just a flat. You shouldn't. Your first thing of ice cream in a cone shouldn't have to bite the cone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and that's what I had to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. The return of Greg Warren. Uh, sorry, Mike. Do uh, you hear? But. People would rather you, him been here. Uh, <laughs> this is not even, this is just, they knew you were going to be here. Yeah. So they, and <laughs> just bring him back. Uh, they go, you know, the specials, we were talking today. We did, uh, uh, 
all the specials I've done is all f- division or uh, college athletes. Yeah, I'll about yeah. that later. Joe Zimmerman's a golfer. Yeah, yeah, was a college golfer. All D one athletes. Yeah. That's all. That's wow. all. You I went from with. us, who is the most strenuous sport, to Joe, which is the most leisurely. Are yes. you going from strenuous to leisurely as I far am. as your special? I'm going from y'all look like what y'all do. <laughs> you and Greg look like wrestlers. Joe looks like golfing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do. It's it's uh it's authenticity. We should get you and Greg to wrestle. Uh, people say that. Dusty. Don't spoil it. That, that's that's the fourth special. Oh, the fourth special? <laughs> I'm also going to let Joe fight. I think they both. I yeah. think they both will take Joe down yes. immediately. I've seen Joe work out though, and it's interesting to, to uh, assess someone because we've been on the road together, and uh, the way that Joe works out, Joe gets it in. He does. Joe, Joe, and goes goes pretty hard, pushes himself pretty hard. So I do not think he's a pushover in uh, physical contact sports, which <sighs> he probably has never played. But um, I, I don't think that he's a pushover. I think he's probably tougher than we think. I don't know. No, I don't. I, I think. Joe I think is tougher. No, you think he would just smack the glasses off his face could, and he would crumble? I think you could give Joe the clubs in the ring and y'all would still beat him. <laughs> And you could go, Joe, you can hit him with these clubs. <laughs> and I think you could still, y'all would all take Joe pretty quickly. I think he would beat you in bird watching. I think if you got yeah. him, I think I would let him have birds too in the ring. Mm-hmm. I would say you can bring clubs mm-hmm. and bring any bird you want birds to be on your side. Yeah. Birds of prey. Is that a and match I still you think accept? You would, lose. would you accept that? I would accept that, yes. So Joe. But Joe, I think Joe is tougher than we're giving him credit okay. for. But we're, so you versus Joe, but Joe gets his golf clubs and a bird of his choice. I would take Joe with his golf clubs and bird of his choice versus just Greg Warren. Yeah. Because yeah. Greg Warren is very, very tough. Yeah, very we, su- tough we suggested that last week's episode. Thanks for watching, Dusty. And um, Greg said that um, he's so out of shape that you would probably take maybe, him. Maybe that's my only saving grace is that maybe I'm be- in better shape now. Yeah. But yeah. in his heyday, I'm like, God, that guy was yeah. very, very tough. Well, you're younger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, well, he said, oh, that whippersnapper. <laughs> Is that how you say it? Yeah. Snapper whipper. Uh, <laughs> the return of Greg Warren. Josh Arthurs. The conversation about Pringles versus Lays reminded me of the type of conversations that would happen on Seinfeld. It was really interesting and relatable. Greg's loyalty to his brands is also... To his brands, also would suggest that he's probably a great friend. He defended them fiercely. I miss Dusty, but I still managed to have a good time. Let's All go, right. folks. Wow. Thanks, yeah. Josh. I appreciate that. Yeah, Greg. I missed you too, Josh. Greg would be a great. Greg is a great friend. He is. He is a great friend. Dusty, I could see you. You're opposite. Yeah, <laughs> you would be. I would turn on Lays in a heartbeat. <laughs> oh yeah, I would think you. I would think a lot of your friends have said, "I thought he was my best friend." And then he quit drinking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet you were a very good friend then. Yeah. And then once well, you stopped drinking, it was like, now you question everybody's motives. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is true. You needed, the government was all involved in your business. Yeah. I mean, the moment I quit drinking, I started seeing what they were up to. Yeah. <laughs> you go, what's going on? You go, has that van been following me for the past three years? You go, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kim Cottrell. Kim Cottrell. And she was in Sex in the City? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Kim Cottrell. Kim Cottrell. Kim Cottrell. That Kim Trails. <laughs> <laughs> Something for all of us. Yeah. 
Maybe this is Kim Trails riding in, and they just go, oh, make up a fake name. Yeah, and he yeah, goes, yeah. Uh, Kim Cottrell. Yeah, uh, yeah. He goes, oh, that's good. That is a, that's a good code name. Yeah. I once turned up a can of Pringles expecting to get the crumbs at the bottom. Instead, I got a mouthful of cigarette ash. Ooh. Mm, My mom has been using the empty can as an ashtray. Didn't keep me from smoking as an adult, but I do not eat Pringles. Oh, so that was the mom. That's, that's funny. Wow. I love that, that that Kim just picked up an empty one. She had not been eating out of it. She just picked up an empty one and then turned it up. Yeah, but I don't think you question it. Now, this sounds like Kim might have grown up where you grew up, <laughs> yeah, yeah. where you would use Pringles <laughs> yeah. cans as an ashtray. <laughs> so you're talking from experience that yeah, you go, this is a rookie move. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you don't just pick up a random Coke can and drink out of it. It could yeah. be dip spit. Yeah. You yeah. don't pick up a empty Pringles yeah. can and and. I mean, yeah. that, maybe Kim was starving. But what is the person <laughs> doing, um, putting their cigarettes in, out into these? Ran- Does anybody question them? No. You guys no. are taking the other side. You shouldn't just drink random things. It's like, how about you shouldn't put a cigarette out in well, a Pringles? Well, cow? I think if your house is on wheels, then maybe you should know what I to think, expect. I think the mom would say, uh, "I pay the lot rent, and I bought these Pringles. Yeah. I'll yeah. or whatever I want." Yeah. yeah. Would they say lot rent a lot? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you have a trailer in the trailer park. Yeah. Know, so you rent your lot. Mm. Yeah. Unless you don't own the trailer. Would someone show up with a, like, get a brand new trailer? Like, would someone back in, like, get rid of a trailer? And then they go, wow. Yeah, once in a while, there were some nice trailers that would come in. Like, and they move out of the, and then move into the new one? Well, you know, they. I think you would move in with the new trailer. I don't ever remember anybody living in an old yeah. trailer and mm-hmm. then getting a new one. Yeah. If they did, they moved to a different, nicer trailer park. Oh, there was like levels of trailer parks. Oh, yeah. My sister, after she moved out, lived in a trailer park with a gate. Wow. Yeah. Fancy. Yeah. (laughs) So it was like nice trailer parks. So it's people that just like, sometimes it's people that just don't want a yard, don't want, like the trailer, they're nice. and they're they're still poor. Yeah. I don't know the reasoning. I think they're, yeah, they are still poor. (laughs) All right. Let's not... Yeah. No, but I think it's like people that live in RVs and they just drive the RV. Like people just, you know, it's like I want the least amount of stuff. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I don't need like maybe that travel a lot. I don't need a a big house Mm -hmm. to take care of. You're like, I just got a little trailer and I would like a gate. And I think there's different levels of that too, right? You know, there's the people who retire and buy an RV. And then there's the people that live in an RV parked on the side of the highway Mm -hmm. that doesn't Mm -hmm. move a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. Was there ever property disputes, like, get off my lot? Nah, no, not really. I mean, yeah. we all were like, we ain't got a lot of room around here. Let's yeah. just, right. yeah. we're Still okay. With it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be, so if you would see a new trailer come in, were there any of them be, you'd like, God, oh, that's fancy, like those? Oh, yeah. I mean, in our trailer park, there was a double wides on either end. And oh. it was like, they were almost like- Those wealthy. are the mansions? They were almost like wealthy people. Yeah. 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 They were, like, they went on vacation. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, like, yeah. like I remember what yeah. my buddy lived in one, and he had a laser disc player. And my mom worked for a factory that made VHS tapes, mm-hmm. so laser disc was a real threat at one point. And I yeah. went home telling my mom about these laser discs, and she got real mad at me. Yeah, about bragging about this guy's laser disc. Yeah, um, and it didn't catch on. Yeah, what was a laser disc? It was like a record, but for a movie. Yeah, they went to DVDs. They were like this yeah. big. Yeah. Yeah. And Man. It, it didn't catch on. That would be uh, the. It's funny for the guy to have a double wide trailer and spends all his, all his money on something that does not work out. 
like it laser did. Like he's he goes he goes. I'm at the beginning of this trend. I mean, probably costs so much money. Oh yeah. And then it's just like DVD. It goes straight yeah, to DVDs. DVD, yeah. Like Laserdisc or he's like Steve. I don't even know if you could buy a movie that does. And he just threw all his money into it. I don't even see Laserdisc in the thrift store. Or Borderline no. never even. I don't. Yeah, it was too fast. It was a too fast of a jump. Yeah. To DVD. DVD was like the thing. But what's Blu-ray Blu- Blu- as a form of DVD, isn't it? Yeah, but that never Blu- really took off, too. Yeah, like, that was a last-ditch effort. They were like, you, let's try to hang on to these By the discs. end of it, you're getting a Blu-ray player just because it comes with a – it says it's Blu-ray on it. Yeah. But you're buying a DVD – like, we have a DVD player that says Blu-ray, but it's like – I just it's a DVD player. Like, But then they just needed to jam Blu-ray in there because it's like they invested so much in it. I what, mean, I don't know. If that's and then they all go out of business, and you know what they need is – Indeed. Indeed's the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match Assessment and virtual interviews. See, you could use Indeed to hire staff here if if one of us doesn't work out. Mm. It can go both ways, guys. One of the things we love about Indeed is it makes hiring all in one place so easy. Indeed knows hiring needs to be cost-effective when you're running your own business, like Nate Land Entertainment. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash Nate to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash Nate, Indeed.com slash Nate. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Boom. Boom. Uh, That's how I got Mike. Uh, That's how we got rid of Aaron. Yeah. I hired Mike off Indeed. I I need a comic (laughs) to be on the podcast. Royal Al with cheese. Royal with cheese. Royal with cheese. The entire the entire argument about a bag of chips being half air is totally invalid for the simple fact you're buying them by weight. The size of the bag has nothing to do with it with what's in it unless for some reason the weight of air bothers you. Well, this guy's works for, this guy works for big chip. Yeah, it feels like he works for them right now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, this guy took it a real and aggressive. He's like, stance. "How dare you think that you are about to get this many chips?" Yeah, Royale with cheese. That's why it's a made up thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like learn how much chips weigh, buddy. What's his real name? John Lay. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, he's referencing uh, Pulp Fiction, which yeah. we did twice last week's episode on Europe. Oh yeah, because the quarter pounder in, in yeah. Uh, yeah yeah McDonald's yeah yeah. I mean, I guess he's right. Um, yeah, but. Uh, Still, if you get I mean, a big, it's not, it's big not bag really, of chips. It's not fun to defend the air. He's <laughs> yeah, defending yeah. half air. Yeah. yeah, it's like you're not yeah. when you buy a bag of chips, you're not like, ooh, I I, I bet these chips are heavy. Right. <laughs> yeah, you don't buy them for the weight. Yeah. Right. You don't go, these don't weigh like a lot. So it doesn't have to do with what's in unless you're somebody's doing it. So you're like, I'm buying this amount. Like you're like, I'm buying 20 ounces of chips. Right. So the bag could be the size of a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But I paid for. No one ever says I'm buying a pound of chips. Right. Yeah, they go get me a bag of chips. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why it would be like. Right. You would be like, yeah, you're right, but 
to but it's misrepresenting because you're looking at a bag you're like oh that bag is probably full of chips that's what i want to eat i want to eat a bag full of chips and then when three quarters of it is air you're disappointed does this guy live in the real world or (laughs) no he just lives in measurement land yeah Yeah. well you want to be like yeah we're yeah we're having a society we're trying to have a society here yeah so yeah you wouldn't buy a can of pringles and it's half full and they're like oh it's the weight chips way more now right yeah they're heavier potato fabrics this guy must be a scientist yeah uh, Michelle Saylor, Salyer, Salyer, Salyer. Uh, I had my comment read on this episode. It might have been a little more exciting had they not referred to me as my brother Michael. It's not the first time he's gotten credit for my work, and he is thrilled about it. It's the casual approach to detail that keeps me hooked to this <laughs> pod. Still love you guys because I said Michael. I miss I. Well, I didn't misspell oh, it. I miswrote it. Yeah. Uh, Michael. So yeah. guess what, Michelle? You get two quotes right now. Well, can, I, can I say something? Because uh-huh. I'm a Michael and my sister is Michelle and people mix us up and it does hurt. So mm. I got your back, Michelle. Where am I at? One? We got your back. <laughs> I got your back, Michelle. It's wrong. Why do you but think- you're the brother. I'm the brother. So the sister should be coming in to Yeah, that's true. It. That's true. So I don't even know what you're- You're doing it condescending. No, I'm not doing it condescending. <laughs> do they ever accidentally yeah, call you get, Michelle? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. When? What's the deal with Michael and Michelle being in the same family so often? Yeah. Seems like a weird coincidence. Is it like, uh, is this your is it sister? A definitely like we have one kid and then you're like, oh, I guess we're having another one. <laughs> yeah. And you go, I don't want any thought behind it. <laughs> and then you just, whatever it is, you go, Michael, fine. Well, yeah. They Are you the it, oldest or the, you're the youngest? I'm the sec- it's my brother, John, mm. then Michael, and then Michelle. My brother was named after my father's grandfather. I was named after my mother's grandfather. And Michelle was just a name that my father and mother liked. They picked out of a hat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, and they go, what was in that? They go, there's four Michaels and one Michelle. <laughs> I, I support you, Michelle. Right. But my sister spells it with one L. So just check up on your spelling. <laughs> mm. Uh, Andrew Shriver, Shivereer, Andrew Shavir. My favorite replays are tennis replays. They show a CGI ball touching a CGI line and say, see, it touched the line. It's all computer generated, though. They could put anything in there. They could put a dinosaur in the stands just to prove to Dusty that they exist. Two birds with one stone. Yeah, that's why I don't believe it. Video, video evidence means nothing to me now. Right. Well, yeah, that's not quite what he's saying. We were talking about instant replay, and well, I'm just—I agree with him. <laughs> yeah, even right. though he doesn't like to space his name here. We yeah, were talking right. about instant replay in sports, and he's just saying <laughs> the most ridiculous one is tennis because that's a all animation. Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? It's all am- animation. Aren't they just showing what? No, because it's like when they the show court. it, it's but it's like kind of that cartoonish look, the CGI. Like, so when they show it, I don't know how they get it that exact. Like, what are they doing? Yeah, I mean, he would agree with you. So it's, <clears throat> I guess you could be like, when they'd show it, they're like, well, obviously it was in or out. You're like, what? I don't, I, I just don't know what cameras they're using. Maybe they're sensors or, of some sort. Yeah. See, it's all stuff that you just kind of say. And then you're, I think even if you asked them, they'd be like, you know, I don't know. I just draw a guy. He's got a pen. He goes, Maybe. and then they go to it. He goes, he goes two lines and a ball. Google tennis and he just flashes uh, yeah. it out. Yeah. And then yeah. they show it and he goes, and we can't tell. Because huh. they then they computer generate it. Maybe an image or something. What about a video? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here we go. 
Hawkeye. Hawkeye Instant Replay makes its debut in tennis in 2018. Uh, and then so it's if you're we're watching out. it here, that Clearly was out. out. So they're going to show it, and they're making this video longer than it than we want it to be for this exact moment. Uh, yeah, I mean, we could go ahead with this anytime. So he, oh. yeah, he challenges. So if you challenge it, then they go to the official there review. And so this is the CGI and it shows you. I think it was out. But it's like how, time. like how, what is, where, where's the camera? I guess mm -hmm. the camera's like above it maybe. Like where, like, how are they seeing that? Let's go again. And oh. it is crazy. Why would <laughs> you start? Thing. Don't start at the whole beginning. <laughs> well, I just wanted to see if, uh, if it was really out. Well, you can't see. That's the point. Is okay, I see it. It's so fast. It's his name. His name's Fish, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. said Fish Challenge. I thought they were going to whip out some fish out here. Yeah. Then they, well, how they do it is whoever needs the most fish, they bring a table <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, it's like, it was an out, I don't know, Fish <laughs> Challenge. But it's, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I don't even think that's a camera. I think that that's all just CGI. It's made up then? Is that what you guys are saying? Yeah. Then why would they have that? Why would they put well, that in this, place? This it's to get the point. thing more accurate. They're trying to get it more accurate, right? Yeah. Let's let's. Can you just be like, oh, in good faith, they want to get it more accurate. Mm. So they're just making it up, or I trust that they get it right. I think yeah. they have sensors of some sort that can. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you just. I guess they have. I mean, they can do right, so right. much of stuff. We we can make the whole system and depends also on the, trust. You got to trust it. The refs and yeah. tennis don't use that, so it really doesn't matter. Yeah, they don't. I don't think so, do they? I have no idea. Is there instant replay in tennis? That may be the first yeah, time I've ever tennis. They, they just, just did, did a, challenge. a challenge. Oh, okay. Never mind then. So You're right. Yeah. I thought it was a fish challenge. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but Dusty, he's saying you don't trust any of it, and there might as well be dinosaurs in the stands. Exactly. That's how fake it is. Yeah. Right. And well, they could they make, might as well show. They could put a dinosaur on the stand. Yeah. on the moon. Like for the same, they should do for the <laughs> Dusties of the world. They should right. also be like behind, like Tiger Woods watching tennis is like a T Rex. <laughs> yeah, and then maybe have the moon be moon, like the moon. Ooh, like, maybe uh, the moon's coming in. Yeah. And then, Nickelodeon. Yeah. When you watch football on Nickelodeon, have you ever seen that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you should watch it with Harper sometimes. They'll, you know, just there'll be a real the real football game, but then they'll just have a big splash come, and you know, yeah. it it's animation, but it looks like it just fell on a guy. Real. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess the game's not enough. Uh, uh, Aaron Thumb theme as the only dentist to ever be mentioned. Comment read in the show. I feel I need to defend my profession. There are obvious signs of grinding like flattened teeth and overgrown jaw muscles. So your jaw muscles are too jacked. <laughs> I assure you that it's not in our best financial interest to put you in a mouth guard if you are a grinder. There's a lot of more there is a lot more money in repairing broken teeth than protecting them. We truly are just using our expertise to improve your health. Mm, that's a good point. This feels like something I challenged. I challenged <laughs> okay, it. I was doing right, a joke okay. about it. I challenged it because okay. you're like yeah. So if you guys don't trust CGI, you're definitely not trusting dentistry. <laughs> yeah. 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 Aaron has no hope. Well, my it. thing of the mouth guard was always, they tried to get me in a mouth guard one time too. And it's like, I, so now I just wear a mouth guard all the time. It's like, what if I fall yeah. asleep at someone else's house and I don't have my mouth guard? Yeah. It's like, I got to put a mouth guard in yeah, every night right. I go to sleep mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Well, I don't think it, it hurts you worse if you don't. Put it in there. I it feel just, like your mouth gets used to the mouth guard. And then what do you do then when you don't have it? Mm. You know? Hmm. Well, maybe you have to get um, 
maybe the friend that you're spending the night at, maybe they have a mouth guard or an extra one. Yeah, maybe laying they, around. Yeah, maybe I could do a mouth guard and a CPAP and just have yeah. a whole routine to go and. <laughs> yeah. I saw a guy with a CPAP on the plane. Wow, wow that, yeah. that guy really can't breathe. <laughs> yeah. He really can't breathe yeah. if he has a CPAP on yeah. the plane. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. Hmm. Jared Sanders. This is the Europe comments. I was painting a house and was 30 feet up a ladder when Nate said nomad when he meant no rad. I had to hug the ladder to keep from falling. Oh, boy. I was laughing so hard. I dropped my paintbrush, which hit the AC unit, making a loud bang. The homeowner came out to check on me, laughing hysterically at the top of the ladder. All I got to say is if I died from falling off the ladder, at least I went out on top or bottom. Thanks for the laughs, gents. Keep them coming. You know? All right. It's, kind of, it's fun to have that kind of impact. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, the power to literally kill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Mike, that was good. That was solid. Yeah, that was solid. I stand that, behind it. That was in reference to um, Greg Warren saying he took a computer c- class at West Point. Mm-hmm. And you said, what was it? You were trying to say NORAD, but you said NOMAD. I don't think I was trying to say NORAD. I think I was... Oh, you thought that's what it was. I think I was saying NOMAD for... I don't even know why I was saying NOMAD. I, I don't know what either of these things are. NORAD. <laughs> no, NORAD. I, mean, I know what a nomad is. Kind of a wanderer? I think so. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a nomad is a wanderer. And the other one I say no rad instead of norad. What do you think nomad comes from? If you're like a wanderer, maybe you're like, no. life is so good. You're like, yeah. I'm not even maybe mad. Maybe you're not no. mad. Maybe you're not mad. <laughs> Having a good time. <laughs> yeah. Having a good time. There's nothing to be mad about. I'm, right. on, I'm on my own. I'm I have free. nothing to have since yeah. I became a nomad. Yeah. Or if you do now get mad, <clears throat> if you do get mad, you leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Because you're no mad. You go, you're I, don't no allow, mad. I don't allow mad in me. Yeah. <laughs> so you get out. <clears throat> it's not very rad of you. Uh, <laughs> Ray Mizura. Ray Mizura. Breakfast I caught when you said I have a cousin who lives in Florida. Great throwback. Keep it up, gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, did you hear me say that? Yeah. It's one of your right. oldest jokes. Oldest jokes. Yeah. Uh, Solid. He used to have a joke about when you uh, moved to New York, yeah, right? Yeah. And they go, you're from the South? Oh, I have a cousin who lives in Florida. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're just naming Do names that, now? Naming names now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> still good now. It's good in the 80s. It's still good now. <laughs> I think you told it on CMT Comedy yeah. Stage. Yeah, I think I did, too. What was Seinfeld? They said that it was good. It was a good, good joke, joke in, in the 80s. 80s. And it works now. <laughs> still yeah. works now. <laughs> Uh, CMT comedy stage. Yeah, I looked recently to see if I could f- find it, and I could find the list of performers, but I couldn't find any video. Uh, so you know they they started showing like uh uh, get that baby face, Nate. Hmm. Yeah, uh, eleven years ago, that one that uh, trying to remember if I remember. I remembered that show. Let like it's crazy to be like eleven years ago when you see some of this stuff. Uh, uh, we would Nate look look at that Nate Land Entertainment. So yeah. uh, that is the new the YouTube Vecchio special will come out. Uh, can you click on that? Like, what is that? Oh, I guess that's my thing. So uh, look at that. Look at that. Mike. Ah, mm. looks good. Looks, Nine people are waiting. Yeah, you haven't right. subscribed to your own. Now this is a guest login. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you got a new website too, I noticed. I got a new website. 
And then, uh, but leaving on this, like, so this is Nate Land Entertainment at Nate Land. Go there to subscribe. Uh, we got 90,000 subscribers doing right. great. And we're going to have these specials come out. That's where the podcast is at. Anything that we, the Nate Land presents is uh, kind of the stand up portion of this uh, that I want to put all the stand up on. We've got, you know, Mike's coming out, then Greg, Joe. And then we have another thing kind of in the works with some stand up. Uh, that would be coming. You'll hear about that soon. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this, we're going to put this, cause it's like, that's what I, I have had trouble, like what I wanted this to be, but it's like, I want it to be, I'm not trying to make it where, you know, it's like, I, like, it's like clean, but it's again, I, I'm a good way to describe it. I think is the night, like TV clean in the right. like two nineties. Like, it's just like that. If you did a special on TV, it's like that kind of clean. Yeah. It's like, I'm not trying to tell anybody what to say or not right. anybody to be funny. It's like, you can do what your act is, and I don't want you to be anything that you're not. I want, I want just to be comedy that's just not filled with, you know, cursing. One more person's waiting. Did you just do it? I didn't do it. We're seeing in live time. Wow. People are, wow. 10 people waiting. I tell you what, if we get to 10, two more than I thought we were going to. <laughs> so... Ah. Premieres in four days, yeah. March twenty fourth at five p.m. It's so, a very strong special. Please watch. I'm very yeah. proud of it. So yeah. thank you. All right. It's up to ego then. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> no, it's an amazing special. Yes, and you you are the start of this whole thing. Where I think we can do we can do build this up as we're starting now. We're going to do specials like this and get stand up into where. People can watch it. I want you to be able to watch it. And, you know, it's like if your kids walk in the room, it's not going to be. Not saying it's not for kids, like, but kids could listen to it. Or right. you don't want them to be worried that you have to turn it off or you're going to have to kind of get nervous and be like, ah, like, it's like you're kind of trying to avoid that. Or even if you're like a 20 year old kid saying you want to watch comedy with your parents. Yeah. It's like we've all been there where you're right. like, oh, I really love this comic. And then you put it on, you show your parents. And the next thing you know, you're like, oh, man, I'm. Clearly yeah. desensitized. Yeah. I had no idea that this yeah. was, you know. Yeah. And then, I mean, Mike's, and then they go watch Mike on the road. Like, you, Mike, start, you started work clean now. Right. So we're and so, clean like, hour. it's because that's the other thing is like, when we do stuff, now I can't promise you, everybody, if I have, if Nate Land, if Nate Land presents or Nate Land is behind it, I will, it will be the, the, the TV clean that I approve of. And, you know, uh, but, you know, I can't, but I'm not going to make if someone goes on the road and wants to be dirty. It's like, I have no control over what they do. Yeah. But you're someone that's- I'm doing a clean hour on the road now. So yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, it's not that hard for me. It, it's, you know, I've done a lot of Tonight Shows and I have to make it clean for that. And that's, yeah. a, you know, as you know, that's a process of like getting it a certain way. So it really wasn't that difficult yeah. to make it. I was already kind of there anyway. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so it's like, and I think that's something that helped because then people can go and like, they will better go see you and, right. you know. Uh, yeah, uh, man, and I, I have been getting Nate Land people on the road, so thank you. Yeah, thank All you. Right. Yeah, uh, Colin Schulte, Schulte, Schult. I am surprised at how few of us Americans know the difference between the United Kingdom and its member countries. Also, I'm sorry to break it to you, Brian, but the UK never used the euro, they used the English pound, even while part of the EU. Okay, what well, I mean, he wow. said, I love how he said, I'm sorry to break it to you, Brian, like I was. Printing up T-shirts and, and like you had, you got a bunch. I saw you with all your euros just now, saying you're about to go to the. We UK. got a lot of euros, and Laura was like, "Oh, everybody uses euros," and I was like, "I don't think they do." And then because uh, we just talked about it, and I was right, she was wrong. Uh, so it felt good. 
Did you use any Crohn's? No, we did not use Crohn's. Uh, we didn't. We just had Euro the whole time. Mm-hmm. I think it was mostly all Euro. Hmm. But I think in uh, uh, somewhere they were like they would take American everywhere too. Like yeah. they just like take our money. Yeah, in most places they do. Yeah, but um, I he does raise a good point here because I always used to get confused between the UK. It's like were you guys like aware of that? It's like it's England, Ireland, Wales. You're already it's, wrong. Yeah, it's. It's, it's it's no it's uh it's Ireland uh England no no Britain it's uh, Britain Wales Ireland no it's uh England Scotland Wales and Northern Ireland yeah I knew North England Scotland Wales Northern Ireland yeah so basically Game of Thrones and then someone pointed out that Great Britain is just those three without Northern Ireland. Hmm. So they got hmm. a lot going on there. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know why. He Took was always out. surprised that we didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. Colin, how about you stop condescending us? <laughs> yeah. You were always surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a while to pull it up, but I did get there. Well, at least Colin did include himself in yeah. that. Yeah, he, he was very nice. Us the Netherlands. I think that's a fun name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, smart. Uh, Ryan Schick. Nate constantly refers to Anne Frank's house as Anne Frank House. Like it is a southern steakhouse chain. <laughs> <laughs> Anne Frank House. So you go Sounds get, like somewhere Dusty would work. Yeah. yeah. You go get your Franks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like hot. <clears throat> it would almost be like someone starts a restaurant, Anne Frank House, and then someone eventually has to go, hey. <laughs> And you go, what? You go, you're just behind the kitchen slam. What? It goes, I just had a table. And, you know, I'm a kid, so I never really thought about anything. But you're an adult. You know your house is, it's called Anne Frank House. Like, you know Anne Frank House? He goes, yeah. He goes, yeah, Anne Frank House. You know? Totally different. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Totally my name's Anne, yeah. and I love Frank's hot dogs. Yeah. 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 And Anne I live Frank here. House. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of a slogan for Anne Frank House. Like that's like Anne Frank House, where the yeah, none of our dogs are in the closet. Yeah, they're you know in. What I mean, they're in the, in the closet, an attic, attic, an attic. Yeah, in the, yeah. Attic. In the attic. Yeah. <laughs> he has okay. he has kitchen is behind the <laughs> bookshelf. Yeah, and he goes, but why is the kid? Why is the book? Why is there a bookshelf where the kitchen is? Because because I thought it, it was an old library. I built this. I bought this mm-hmm. place. That's where I keep my cookbooks. Because I keep my cookbooks back <laughs> right there. And they got up, but it's called Anne Frank House. <laughs> I like this as a steakhouse because people. You go. How many times did people get this confused? And you go. It's rare. Sometimes medium rare. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a steak joke. It's a steak joke. <laughs> <laughs> Could just be a. Family run, Anne and Frank's house. Yeah. 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 Anne Frank house. Cam, the Belgian fry place on 2nd Avenue in New York City, Greg mentioned, was called Pommy Frite. Great place to go after some libations. What's that? Booze? Yeah. I think so. Uh, a loved it. Awesome memories there. All that said, it blew up from a gas leak a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the- this is like the ending of a movie. Yeah. He just did it. Like, everything was going great, and they were in love, and then yeah. the family blew up from a gas leak. Yeah. That sounds like what happened to Anne Frank House. <laughs> Anne Frank House steaks. 
I looked this up, and yeah, the owner of the building was messing with the gas lines, trying to save money by linking them together, and the whole building blew up. Never a good Did idea. Did he die? Or? I think two people died. Wow. You know, I, this reminds me of something. I don't know if it's related, but St. Vincent's in New York is a hospital. It was on uh, 7th and like... 7th Avenue and 11th, and um, it went out of business. I don't know how a hospital goes out of business, especially a Catholic hospital. You'd think there's some roots there, but it went out of business. And um, now it's like a brick oven pizza place. But what if you get injured in New York and you don't know that brick oven pizza place? Yeah. And it's like, no, I need you need to admit me yeah. here into this brick oven. You You're know. like someone that hasn't been to town in a while. <laughs> Like it's my see, favorite hospital. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, go, no, you're going the wrong way. Take a left over here. I'm going to St. Vincent. He goes, they know what to do. And you're trying to tell an old man it's a, a, it's a pizza, a brick oven pizza. He's like, what are you even talking about? He goes, Why, how could a whole hospital become a... I know. He's like, yeah. Uh, I'm bleeding. But do you want salad with that? <laughs> do you want a salad with that? That sounds like I'm a bleed. terrible place to go eat, though. Mm. Well, this place used to be. Oh, was it a hospital? It was a hospital. It used yeah. to be a hospital. Golly. A lot of people died in here. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you know my idea is, um, you know, it would help with jobs if when you got out of high school, they just assign you to a building, and then whatever that building is, that's what you do. If it's a Dunkin' Donuts, you work at a Dunkin' Donuts. If it's a funeral home, you work at a funeral home. It's like whatever it becomes, that's what you do. I think that would make everybody's life more enriched. You're saying you – so you're – you're you're sent to a building. Yeah, you're assigned a building after high school. It's like yeah. you're going to be with this building now, and it's like whatever the building is, that's what you do. Yeah. So if it keeps changing businesses, yeah. Just keep what if doing the it? business. That what if the fun. building is abandoned? Well, that's that's the well. You, you smoke you got, crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, right. that's well. That's more exciting. Makes it tough. Like <laughs> that's something you got to figure out. Yeah. yeah. It could be abandoned. It could be yeah. abandoned. Do like you want to be abandoned? No. Then you got to start something. Right. So that's the only oh, that's time good. you that's get to be yeah, yeah, that's the only time you you might want an abandoned building. That's the only right? real freedom. If you have big ideas. Yeah, yeah. You go, you know, you could roll into this Dunkin' Donuts, and that's what you are. And then, I mean, if you go to Dunkin' Donuts, you're only going to be maybe maybe a Starbucks, maybe be like a drive-up booze place. Right. Like you just there's not it's not big, right? So your options are just very limited. So you'd want to be, but you want a big building. You get, you get if you're the St. Vincent. Yeah. I mean, you got your guy went to. Eight years of doctor school. Yeah. He's done surgeries on everybody, and now he's in the back like. <laughs> yeah. It's refreshing, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's refreshing. I mean, you don't I, have all that pressure on you. you I know? do like it. Flipping pies. I like it a lot. Like, <laughs> but do you know? You know where me and Soder lived in Queens. Yeah. You know, and across the street that is that Starbucks that used to be a funeral home. That's why I remember that. And yeah. Soder would never go there because it was a funeral home. Yeah. And I was like, live yeah, a little. This coffee's right? burned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and frank house where you'd be so full you won't be able to talk <laughs> and then everybody's like yeah but that's like because they he's like he never he never, yeah, he never thought it. about it I love the guy who never gets it he yeah. is no i want you so full that you're gonna just sit there quietly at the table and not make a noise <laughs> well the floors are wood you gotta walk accordingly so it doesn't squeak yeah that's part of the it's a game it's everything is like yeah uh super scott crawford super scott crawford all right i had really appreciated how your sponsor ad reads used to be all together at the beginning and midway through the show 
Now I notice they are sprinkled throughout. At first, I wasn't fond of the new style, but I find the way you manage the transition from conversation to the ad reads now very witty and entertaining. BB Gun Bates does an excellent job making sure the bills are paid. Well, I appreciate that, Super Scott. I mean, yeah, you got to be listening. If you don't, you'll fall asleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I fall asleep, I like to be on a Helix mattress. Boom. I do too. Mike slept I did on too. One yeah, last I slept night. on one last night. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Very um, refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. The the Helix mattress, I and mean, we've had a, a million comics sleep on it. I slept on Everybody a Helix pillow last night. Yeah. Yeah. Best pillow I've ever owned. Yeah. Not even making that up. It's, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I use their pillow too now. Uh, Helix Pillow. It's uh, it's great. Helix is a premium mattress brand. Uh, there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. Uh, they offer a hundred night trial. That's such a good like you know mattress thing to do. Yeah. Ten to fifteen year warranty. Try out your new Helix mattress. We all sleep on it. We love it. It's super comfortable. We had a bed somewhere in one of the homes. So I want to say Amsterdam. That was super hard. And it was like it was like tough. When uh, you came back to your Helix, did you have like panoramic dreams? Because yeah. if you don't sleep well, and then you do, it's like it's, your mind opens up. Yeah, yeah. You just sleep great. Did you leave the Anne Frank house and then immediately complain about the mattress? Yeah. Oh, like, I said it's the, the worst. Anne Frank. Yeah, they, she would add a Helix mattress. It'd been great. Yeah. Uh, I took the Helix sleep whiz. I don't know if that was appropriate to say. Uh, <laughs> that was me, Meg. Yeah, he looks like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Then I took the Eva sleep quiz and got matched with the Desk Lux mattress because we wanted something that felt medium firm. This is why I said he listens to the ads. Uh, yeah, for reasons like this. Yeah. Helix is offering up to 20% of all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Nate. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. They're offering 20% off all mattress orders. Wow. All right. Helixsleep.com slash Nate. So this week, uh, I don't know what we're talking about. Talking about the mafia. Oh. Oh. Right. Good one. Um, I assume, Mike, you know a lot about the yes. mafia. He knows everything. Well, no, I, I'm just like a junkie. I'm just like a casual junkie. It's an interest. I'd re- I read all the books of anybody who would come out. How we learn about the mafia is like the guys who cooperate usually write books. Mm-hmm. So I've read a bunch of the books, and now they all have podcasts. So now mm-hmm. I listen to all of their podcasts. So I'm sure you know the five families. Yes. You Could guys you name the five families. Yeah. Well, I bet, I'd assume you could. I was going to uh, ask yeah. if you guys. Oh, oh, I have no idea. Gambino. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gotti. Or no, is he no, part of one? He's part of the Gambino. Yeah. I can't name one. Mike, let's see if yeah, Mike go ahead. can. Uh, I have my own five families of mafia, but. <laughs> I thought you just have five families. <laughs> yeah. Right? I have several. <laughs> may have, may have five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not last names floating around. <laughs> well, your dad's been married four times, and then. My mom was married twice. My dad was married four times. Yeah, six so, yeah. families. Wow. Yeah. That's well, six but families. once was to his dad, so that's five, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so you do have five families. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty great the way that worked out. Yeah. yeah. Maybe this could be a clip. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I'm sorry. Get it in post. I'm going to stop pounding the table. Gambino, Genovese, yeah, Lucchese, Colombo, Bonanno. Boom. You got wow. it. Yeah. You got it. Wow. How do you remember it? They start rhyming at the end. <laughs> um, no, it just reminds me of all... Every Italian uh, last name there sounds delicious. 
But you, you, know, you it sounds like a kind of food. Yeah. Did you know anybody yeah. with those last names or like anybody like would you ever hear one in the Italian family? Like are those common names or they're like oh, No, there was a kid like um there was uh, a wrestler when I wrestled in Northeast Ohio named Genevieve, who was very, very tough. This kid Genevieve, he actually think won states in Ohio, and I think he was um, a descendant of the Genevieve family. Yeah, yeah. What about Lieutenant Columbo? You know the detective from the yeah. 70s? You think he's yeah. think he's a- that would be like a misunderstanding if Columbo was <laughs> investigating Columbo the Columbos. Yeah. Yeah. That would we be can't a- have this. Uh <laughs> I wonder that Genevieve Genevieve. Yeah. Like so that wrestler. They're supposed to be the highest re- the the most sophisticated family, the Genevieve family. Oh yeah. The most insulated, the most um um high echelon crimes like labor, um, racketeering and all this stuff. And they insulate themselves very well. So very few of them relative go to prison relative to the other families yeah like the colombo family they had a couple wars and they're just all killing each other in the street it's like the genovese aren't the colombo family against each other yeah Yeah. they've had like three wars where they they've had different factions like killing each other where's that going on at new york okay and then uh it's not gonna creep down here i don't think yeah because you guys are armed yeah. (laughs) (laughs) genovese like i'm saying like though that wrestler likes if he's He's probably a descendant. Yeah. If not, though, you like they have to find out. I wonder if they re, like they got to be like proud, like oh, this guy is like legit and he's good. Well, that was back when I was coming up, yeah. so there was none of this, you know, social media or press or mm. anything like that. By the way, I would be mortified right now if I was wrestling because I would get pinned. I mean, I was pretty good. You know, I wasn't Greg Warren status, but I was pretty good. But just g- g- having the matches taped and put on YouTube is, mm. yeah. I mean. It's ter- I mean, it would have been terrible for me because you're already getting pinned in a um, a gym full of people watching, and there's nothing more emasculating than going out against somebody your own weight, and that because there's no excuses, mm-hmm. and then he just takes you and manhandles you and holds you down, you know, and then you know, you're a, you know you're in a room with someone that can beat you up. Yes, they could like- just. Especially getting pinned, it's like they can just take you and like in college a couple times, I got beat to the point where I was just getting thrown, physically manhandled. It's like, well, there's just nothing. Yeah, but if push came to shove, there's nothing I and we just like we're in an art. There's nothing I could do about it. But to your point, like you, what you said, you know, you're in somebody. Be, I mean, that's me every day. You're saying yeah. though, people your own weight exactly. Yes. So there's right. no reason why. You should be manhandled. But, but I think- Right. There's no reason. Everything's equal. It's not like, he was bigger than- There's no excuses. Yeah. He was bigger than me. He was this than me. He was that. It's like, no, no every, they make sure everything is the same. And but, there's a ref there to make sure no one cheats. But they did- uh, But I'm saying someone in the room, it's like, I think if you're like a guy, you, no matter what room you're in, you think you're like, I could probably- you're like, if I had to beat someone up, I could- Like, if I had to fight everybody in this room, you're like- all right, I can maybe you th- you have an imagination. You at least have a confidence inside of you that's even not going to be true, but yeah. you have something in you that's like I'll, I'll I'll if I have to I'll have to. But you are now know you're in a room right. that there is no. It's over. Like you just got beat up. They're right. Like, like there's a lot of like, air in that bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I beat a guy one time. It was in they, in Florida. They used to have these in school matches. So seventh period, everybody would get out and go to the gym and watch the wrestling match. <laughs> I watched the wrestling match and I actually, I beat a guy 
And it's, you know, in front of his home crowd. Cause that when you're going to that situation, it's in a way school, they're all like booing you and everything. And I used to kind of love that because it's, there's no risk then. You're the so, heel. Yeah. Yeah. So I beat him and then afterwards watched him, watch him and his girlfriend fight and her like break up with him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. And then you took then you her? liked it. Did you go no, out no, with her? I did not. No. You should have. Yeah. I did not go out with her or anything like that, but it was really something to watch. Yeah. Yeah. All right, if they so, had social media now, you would at least oh look her up. Yeah. You would at yes. least look her up and like a photo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 You, know? you, would do you that. still could. You could <laughs> you find her? Yeah. Find yeah. Um, but my point is like having that on social media is uh would have been tough. terrible for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everybody watching that. All right. So uh Mafia, <laughs> if you don't mind not talking about wrestling for two seconds. Uh, <laughs> what is your favorite mafia movie? Uh I think I know. What? The Departed. Yeah. I mean, that is my favorite. Do you have oh, one? That's a great one. You know, I really liked uh, Donnie Brasco. It's great. It's great. Yeah. I really like that one. So You're Goodfellas? I don't know. Goodfellas was very good. I've just watched it so much that I, you know, it, I thought it was very, very good. But I would have to say um, probably the first Godfather. Mm-hmm. It's really great. Yeah. It is really great. Mine's the Godfather Three. Still, there, still no, never seen it. Godfather Three was the best one. <laughs> you just I've stepped never, on my joke. I was oh, about sorry, to say, mine's man. Godfather Three. Oh, sorry. Uh, I've never seen Godfather. The Godfather Three. I watched it recently. Very open-minded. Yeah, yeah. But it's I'm not like so the, bad. Yeah, I'm not like that. Where it's like somebody says they don't watch, they never watch the Godfather. I jump down their throats because there's this that great Family Guy clip. Have you ever seen where it's like Peter says he didn't like the God? They're they're about to drown, and. um he says he he's like just because we're all gonna die. I'm just gonna say I never liked the Godfather, and then just they just argue with yeah. him, and it's so great. And the way he explains it <laughs> yeah. is so funny. So yeah, but you know, give it a look. Yeah, well, there's it's a few. I got a, I got a few. It I got to get. It won the Oscar, I think. Yeah, one of uh, maybe it was David Chase who created Sopranos. Yeah, said that <clears throat> the FBI told them they heard on a wiretap of two mafia guys saying Sopranos is so accurate, they yeah. think somebody's tipping them off. Like, yeah. Oh, stuff. yeah. Yeah. One, isn't that a great uh, compliment? Yeah. It is, yeah. Because most, a lot of the storylines in there are based off of real things that happened in the history of the mafia. So like was, there was a gay character yeah. in there, a gay mobster. It's like that actually happened in New Jersey, actually. The guy, uh, one of the heads of the family, he was the acting boss, I think, of the family in New Jersey. And- was secretly gay, but it got out that he was gay. And did it end badly for him? Yes, it did. Mm. Yeah, as it as in the show. Well, you're talking about the Genovese family, and it said that Vincent Chin Gigotti. Yeah, that's the guy who used to walk around in a bathrobe pretending yeah. he was crazy just to establish an insanity defense. They called him the Odd Father. Yeah. And when I was watching uh, Sopranos, Uncle Junior, and that was a different storyline. Right. He was getting dementia, but right. he walked around. You know, right? And I wonder if they got that idea. I don't know, but the guy, um, they said that the actual boss Vincent the Chin was sane and a stone cold killer. Yeah. So he was just faking it the entire time. He would check himself into institutions and stuff just to so that if he ever got arrested, he would have that as a defense and it would be well documented. It was very smart for the time. Mm -hmm. Now, like they eventually got him and put him in jail, and he died in prison. But I mean, at, for the time, that's a that's a great thing to do. You periodically check yourself in institutions. It'd be tough to convince someone you're crazy these days. Yes. Well, I feel like they're just give it to people now too. Yeah. 
They can just, it's almost like you can just, you can get, you can say everybody's technically crazy. I was triggered. Yeah. Right. Well, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. The, even that guy, though, you could be like, is he crazy? You're like, well, he kind of is. I mean, he's, yeah. he's going through the act. Yeah. Which is, it's a crazy thing to do to like, and pretend, he's killing people. He's killing people. And, but you're pretending that you're crazy yeah. for 30 years. That's kind of crazy. That's yeah. like when homeless people, people say, they're not crazy. They're just out there wanting yeah. money. Well, for them to do that, yeah. something's not yeah, right. right. And it, there are some, yeah, I've seen some crazy people. But the, you know, the thing about a mafia movie is like, you're always watching it and like the guy, like the hero or the main characters like doing awful things to people and killing people and beating them. And like, we're still supposed to be rooting for this guy. That was the it's whole hard thing. for me. That's the whole thing behind the Sopranos, though, that Tony Soprano character. It's like, we were all kind of rooting for him, even right. though, because he had an endearing yep. side that you tapped into and you were like, oh, this guy is, you know, he's fun and a great, he's charismatic. But then the dark side, you, they, the funny thing is they would show you the dark side of it. And then you would have that like inner struggle where it's like, uh, should I be rooting for this guy's pure evil on the other side of it? He'll kill, do whatever he has to do. But you got a lot of the survive. same problems that we have. Yeah, a lot of the same problems. Your you can relate to yeah. and, and all yeah. that. Like in Goodfellas, when Ray Liotta beats that guy nearly to death in yeah. the driveway for yeah. whatever reason. I mean, it's like, I guess he was like a bad guy, but- it was like, all right, too far, too mm, far. Right. And that was a true story, I believe. Yeah. Henry Hill did that. Right. The guy like made a pass at his girlfriend or fiance or whatever. and Yeah, over, something. Went over there and beat him up. The but Irish I would argue men, that that's even nice to tap into, like, you know, from a fantasy standpoint when you're watching it, to be that guy who just like, you know, we're all in our heads and all of us have are different with confrontation, but just like, oh, I'm just going to, I guess I'm just going to go over there and just beat this guy's face in and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Like to have the freedom to kind of go do that instead of like overthink, like, let me go up there. Let me talk to this guy. Let right. me, you just go from zero to, you know, like, all right, well, I guess this is happening now. It's and like you don't being think, an you don't alcoholic over- when you're not even drinking. Right. <laughs> you're just yeah. like, I'll do whatever. Yeah. 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 So the, um, you, you mentioned uh, Donnie Brasco. That was the, Banano, am I saying that right? Yeah, it was a um, FBI agent who posed as Donnie um, Brasco, John, Donnie Brasco, a, Joe a street guy, Joe Pistone, to get into the to infiltrate the family yeah. to take it down, which and, he which he did a good job of. So there's a commission. The mm-hmm. five families on the commission. Now I read once that happened, it got out. They got kicked off the commission. They couldn't go to the meet the weekly meetings anymore or whatever it is. They got taken off the mailing list. <laughs> the HOA board meeting. Uh, hey, Genevieve, uh, this is, uh, what is it? Banano? Name? This is Banano. <laughs> are y'all, are these going to spam? Or where, I'm not getting these emails. Where, where are you guys meeting at? <laughs> like, did you guys... Were you guys were at the pancake house and not, yeah. not at the pancake house? Yeah. He goes, I mean, I was there. I sat at the same table. I thought, I even thought the waiter goes, uh, I thought you're waiting on your four other friends. And he goes, yeah, they'll be here. They've never not shown up. <laughs> and then Bonambos, they go, Mr. Bonambo. They go, it's, I'm sorry, but we have a big group coming in. Yeah. So we need to. <laughs> the bananas got ghosted? Yeah. Oh. That's pretty funny, but no, they the, the commission is is the New York Five families, and then it used to be like twenty four families for, for without throughout the country, and everybody had a seat. Most families had a seat on the commission. The boss had a seat on the commission to make policy decisions about the American mafia overall. And yeah, they that 
because of that happened, they that family got kicked their seat got kicked off the commission. What's, so what does that do for them in their in the whole well, scheme they, of things? Well, in the whole scheme of things, because the other four families, they did this whole, um, it was called the Windows case, where they all conspired to uh, rig, New York City was putting windows in all of the low-income housing all over the city, and it was going to be millions and millions of dollars. So they rigged it so mob contractors would get the jobs, and they would get like two cents a window for, and they can, they all conspired together to, to do this, the, uh, the other four families, but they left the Bonanno family out of it because of the Donnie Brasco mm-hmm. thing. So this thing was, this scheme was like millions and millions and millions of dollars. And because the Bonanno family was off the commission, they got left out of it. Stuff like that, where it's like, um, where they're racketeering and stuff and, and, and setting stuff up, they got left out of. It actually ended up working to their advantage because these guys all got busted for that and the Bonanno family had nothing to do with it. So they were able to like stay away from being put in jail because they had nothing to do with it. And they got back on the commission years later, I read, not mm-hmm. th- in the 90s. So they got back on yeah. the mailing list. Is there still a commission? I don't know. I don't know if they, uh, I, I guess there would have to be, but I, I don't know if they meet anymore because Zoom. it's, it's too... <laughs> Because of COVID? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six foot rule, wear your mask. (laughs) It's too dangerous to meet. It's too dangerous to meet because of uh, law enforcement infiltration. So maybe they send messages back and forth somehow, but it's too dangerous to meet, I would imagine now. But, you know, I don't know if there's actually a commission anymore. So they're kind of working together, though, so I guess there would have to be. So there's five families. That's five families in New York, and then there's more families in Italy? Just five in New York. The Italians aren't really... Uh, connected to the American mafia. Yeah. The American mafia is the Italians over here. The Italian mafia is different. They were connected at the beginning? or Yeah, they could have, they, they, they've had connections with them over there, but it's not part of the same organization. Like they blow each other up with bombs over there. And traditionally in America, that's in the American mafia, that's frowned upon. I mean, I'm not saying it never happens, but it's against the rules to blow somebody up with a, with a bomb. Whereas in Italy, they just do that pretty routinely they still are they is there anywhere that the mafia is still like those old school ways um like russian mob i guess or yeah well the albanians are supposedly very strong like at least in new york are challenging yeah they're working with the italians a lot but because the whole goal is to make money and if you can use each other to make money that's better than fighting because fighting is just you die or go to jail. So these guys are smart enough to realize that. So they've been working together. But there have been some iffy situations where Albanian gangsters have moved into Italian controlled areas, one of the uh, one of those families, any one of those families, and have challenged them and been like, yeah, we're going to start a gambling operation. We're not going to pay anybody. And they're like, well, you have to pay us. And they're like, do whatever you have to do. We're not paying you. So, And, and, and what and happens? Be- I mean, it becomes a standoff type situation. Either the uh, the Italians or whoever the established family is backs off, or they work out some kind of something. I, I, I don't know. It just depends. But there have been confrontations like that, from what I understand. Well, the cartel probably is the mob, like kind of the right. cartel, the the drug yeah. cartels. Yeah, we're mass crying. Yeah. yeah. But they're still like uh, with the Italians. It's like they. I think all the families are involved in drugs, but the rule their rule is that they're not supposed to be dealing yeah. in drugs just because of the long prison sentences. 
yeah. you know, you go to jail forever. And and there's also a moratorium on killing now in the mafia. So it's because not because they're morally against it, but because they'll go to it. it it'll add a life sentence onto whatever they're being charged with. So if you're just being charged with gambling and racketeering, that's like five, seven, 10 years, 15 years, maybe. And those guys can actually do that time. They, that's not a big problem. But if they're fa- if you add a murder conspiracy onto it and you go, well, now you're never getting out. You're never going to see your children again. And then that might flip, that will flip them. So it's 50, 50. Instead of killing them. someone, do they put them on the shelf? Put them on the shelf, which means they don't deal with them anymore, yeah. which I think they could yeah. have been doing all the time, all along. Uh, I think in Donnie Brasco, Lefty, played by Al Pacino, he's the one that got Donnie into the family, yeah. messed up, brought him in. He went to prison, the the real guy. The real guy, Never, yeah. Never squealed, never yeah. did anything else. And when he got out, instead of killing him, they just put him on a shelf, which means he's just done. He's done. But that was, a, that was an amazing thing because, you know, he looked obviously terrible for bringing up, bringing in a guy who was mm-hmm. an FBI agent. But- he kept his mouth shut the entire time and took his, I think he was in, he had a 20 year sentence. They gave him 20 years and he just took it, kept his mouth shut and went to prison. And the, because originally when it came out that they inducted or they didn't induct him into the family, but they were dealing with an FBI agent. They, the commission put a hit out on everybody who was, who brought him in, who associated with them. They, they planned on hitting everybody, but because this guy, kept his mouth shut. And even though he knew he was going to get hit, he kept his mouth shut and did 20 years in prison. He, they rescinded it, which they never do. They rescinded the hit on him. So then when he got out, they just, you know, he was on the shelf, but they didn't kill him. You think he gets, does he have to go get a real job then? Probably. Really? Probably pretty old then. No. I mean, what, what, but whatever the terms of your parole are, but imagine a guy who's just like a notorious killer is bagging your groceries. (laughs) Yeah, I know that's, you know, that's a real on top. Real no, be careful with the eggs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real God. attitude problem now. <laughs> yeah. So you guys are Italian. You could be in the mock. Yeah. Dusty and I couldn't, but we could be yeah. associates. Like Donnie right. Brasco was Donnie the jeweler. What could right. what could Dusty and I be to I don't know if I could. I mean, I, I guess Yeah, you could. I could, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Because you're father. Italian. Your yeah. father, yeah. 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 Um, no, but, the, but we're the, like Swiss Italian. Like it's like towards the top. Like it's yeah. You guys were the condescending Italians that looked down on the South. Yeah. Because the, you know, Italy is divided in the North and the South. The North is where all the industry, mm. where all the winners are, <laughs> and the South was, is poor. So the complaint from the South to the North was they always looked down on us. Italy. Yeah. 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 And, and, and Italy. Wow. Italy. We really showed them. <laughs> I mean, we, like, uh, yeah, we were from the, I think, I think we were the very top. Yeah. Yeah. Top of the boot. Yeah. Uh, we're from um, the Naples area, and my mother's family is just east of Rome. Mm. It's a small, small town. Did so, you go visit them when you went over there? No, I just went to Rome and didn't move. Look, just stayed in Rome, but I actually should have because it was. It's not that far from Rome where they were. Uh, it's a small town. It was on. Does that help? Yeah, I mean, just a regular map would have been nice, but. Uh, <laughs> All right. That one's got meat attached What's, to it. Yeah, yeah. What is, is that the map from the Olive Garden? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm trying here. There you go. It's a, it's a 60, go. I'm new. That's a $64 map. Yeah. Can you zoom in? That wouldn't let me zoom. Okay. So you there's the... Okay, I want to go over the structure with you, Mike. There's yeah. the boss or the Don. Right. 
And I'm going to use Sopranos to help me with this. So te- technically, that wasn't Tony. That was Uncle Junior, right? Yeah. Then there, he was the boss. He was. They the put boss him in the as family. a as the yeah. face, kind of. Yeah. The, yeah. Kind of. So, but it, so all right, the family. Like, there's these five families. Yeah. But there's only so there's only five. But how many are like total? There's only in five in New York. There's one yeah. in Philadelphia. Yeah. There's one in Boston, or the, yeah. there was one in Providence area, and they control. So there's the a Boston ton of one. families technically. It, it, not so much anymore because yeah. there used to be like one in Louisiana. That's got to be. There used to be one in Cleveland. I was just in Cleveland in Little Italy, mm. and it's like it. There used to Did be you get a in touch. There used to be a yeah. look them up. Yeah. Well, there used to be a full family there, but now it's like from the FBI. It's just. Um, it's non-existent. So cities like that, but there's, it's still in um, the Northeast, Boston, Providence, uh, Philadelphia area, Jersey, obviously five in New York. Uh, Minnesota. I don't think it's I've too heard cold. of it. Not a lot of Alabama mafia activity. No. Well, Milwaukee, actually- Milwaukee, there was a, there was a family in Milwaukee because he, he that was the, with the um, casino. Which was another great movie. Actually, Dusty, you would be wrong. Kansas City. There was are some mafia. Southern Mafia. Mm. Okay. Kansas City, St. Louis. Yeah. Kansas City's big, right? Like in Ozark, they dealt with the Kansas City Mafia. Yeah. But those guys were Irish in Ozark. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, there's the state line mob, which is a criminal element on the Mississippi Tennessee state line. And the movie uh, Walking Tall. You guys mm. remember that? Yeah. The Rock did the remake, of mm, course. Yeah. That was kind of he was dealing with with those guys. Okay, organized crime. There was the cornbread mafia. We talked about that on the Kentucky episode. You weren't here. They uh, group of Kentucky guys. Oh, Hazard, Kentucky, Harlan County created the largest domestic marijuana production operation in U.S. history. Comes from wow. the cornbread mafia, and then there's the Southern mafia or the Dixie mafia. They were based out of Mississippi. But they're not associated, like you said. With right. Those. But what are they? Are they? It's usually broken down. Like back in the day, it was broken down by ethnicity. Like the Irish had a group, the mm-hmm. Jews had a group, and then the thing about Lucky Luciano bringing the five families, how that all came together, was he was like, "No, we don't need to be all Sicilians. It's like anybody I can make money with, I'll deal with." And that's why he brought Jews in. Mm. Yeah. Jesus kind of did the opposite. <laughs> you don't get it no, no? all right well you just be jew i mean god's chosen people oh, yeah. and then yeah. now we're all right. all right okay yeah never mind he kind of yeah he led us all in yeah yeah he kind of did the same thing yeah, yeah. He's like, we don't all have to be jewish we can all come together right yeah yeah all right then there's the underboss yeah that would be tony soprano right yeah he would be but a lot of times like jesus uh, didn't say jewish people are not allowed well that's not a perfect analogy but i'm saying God's chosen people were the, were the Jews, right. and then when Jesus came on the scene, <laughs> he was like, "We're all welcome." Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, like a lucky Luciano. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Similar vibe. Yeah, yeah. He had a commission. lucky was Catholic, huh? Lucky was Catholic. Yeah. I think all these guys were Catholic, quote unquote Catholic. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but um, yeah, the underboss, and then sometimes what they do is the underboss is supposed to be serve the you know the boss basically and be in the administration, but yeah. some you know in some cases like in Philadelphia they had a boss the underboss was more powerful than the boss and the boss was just a figurehead. Did like you know that yeah, Mike knew Sopranos. this much about the mafia coming into this? I kind of yeah. did. Oh, yeah. okay. I kind of okay. did. Right. Well, if anybody, we just did Theo's podcast too. Mm-hmm. We talked about the mafia. Today too, just so it, this or right, this one we air first. You guys did it today. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Talk about the mafia. Yeah, 
Yeah, <laughs> no, I did not know that. Yeah. No, no, we just we talked, we didn't, but we were going through stuff. It's different. Like, yeah. like, but we we just, we talked about it. Today, but I knew he was into the mafia like this. Yeah, you told yeah. me that before. So then there's the consigliere. Yeah, it's like a counselor to the um to the boss. So in the Sopranos, that would yeah. be uh, what's his name, Stephen Van Zandt. Yes. Mm. Yeah. All right. Then a capo, right? Yeah, the captain. Who's the, a made man? Yeah. The cat, and they have a crew of like soldiers. And then can soldiers yeah. be made men? Soldiers are made. Soldiers okay. are made men. The captains have a crew of soldiers that are made men, and then the associates. And are, that's what Dusty and I could be. Yes. So, like in Goodfellas, Robert De Niro, right, could not be a made man. He could not be a made man. But that guy, that true story of that guy is he's he was a very very powerful guy. So that you could have guys, well, even who, in the movie, it yeah, was. you could have guys who are not made guys, but are very, very powerful associates, more powerful than some made guys, so just they, because of their status. They pulled off that left us left. How you say it? Left Latanza. Latanza heist. Mm-hmm. It was the at the time the biggest cash uh, theft in U.S. history. Yeah, five point eight million dollars. Yeah, didn't y'all live right next to the 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 diner, right? In yes. Queens. Yeah. We went to On that the diner. Way, yeah, yeah, that diner. The diner where they shot the scene with when yeah. um Ray Liotta was being followed by helicopters and he meets Robert De Niro for breakfast. We live by that diner. Is that the same one where he went, goes out and gets on the payphone and finds out that uh maybe. Maybe yeah. that was the same. Yeah, I machine. think so. Yeah. Yeah. So um John Gotti. Yeah. A crazy thing. I don't know if you know this. He uh his next door neighbor accidentally ran over John Gotti's son and killed him. Oh. That is, that's the wrong person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that guy disappeared. Guy disappeared, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, also tough to, I don't know, I don't know the situation, but to accidentally run over someone yeah. seems a little. Well, I mean, they ruled that it was an accident. I think the kid ran out in the street. Right, the kid ran out in the street. It was on like some kind of a motorbike yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a tragedy, but the family was obviously shattered by it. Yeah. And I think the guy was okay for a little while, but then he disappeared. Mm. Never to be heard from again. Yeah. And it's like, I guess they feel like, well, they have to do it. Like, yeah, you, there's speculation as to what took place. Some people say, you know, he just did it. Other people say he was going to let it go because the guy was really apologetic and sorry, not that it brings the kid back or yeah. anything like that. It's still a tragedy. But um, uh, many people were saying that the wife wouldn't let up and really wanted it. Yeah. Wanted his head. So, you know, that's why he disappeared. I think that, you know. Or maybe they witnessed protection potentially or. Even- I think that the guy was going to leave town. The story goes that that guy was going to leave. He knew that he was in trouble and that he knew that he was going to be in danger. He had a family. Yeah. He knew he was going to be, he was in danger. So, because he knew who that guy was back then. So he was going to move, but they got him before he moved. Wow. So, hmm. Note to self, though, if you live next to a mafia guy, just go ahead and move. Yeah. Just go ahead and move. Just in case. Yeah. Definitely drive slow. Yeah. yeah. And then just the, when the moving trucks come, just be in, have all eyes on the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. I would say just, move in the middle of the night. Do whatever, you, you know, do whatever you got to do. Yeah. I, I don't know. Get Maybe out. move in broad daylight so you don't hit kids. Yeah. yeah. It, well, it seemed, but he- Get it, an it, escort. It would, yeah, it would seem though you'd never know how to react around those guys because they can just, anything makes them snap. I'll tell you the worst I ever bombed. I don't know if these guys were gangsters, but they were like, it was pretty close, I think. I did, it was at the end of COVID and I did a 
a benefit in Long Island. It wasn't a benefit. I was paid to do it, but it was a in Long Island and it was like sanitation and hauling and concrete. And it was just these guys and their sons. And it was in a hall. And and this happened to me before in front of Italians, the worst I've ever bombed. The worst. To the point where one guy was laughing sarcastically at me and everybody else was just looking and, and not not making any reaction because there's a thing I think laughing is uh, showing vulnerability Mm -hmm. and these guys were just like no I don't know why they would have a comic there I mean but they had me there and I I guess um, besides the one guy laughing at me everybody else was just stone-faced to the point where the guy who organized it one of the heads of it started walking towards the stage like 35 minutes in. And I was like, okay, here we go. And he goes, that's, that's it. Yeah. He goes, that's enough. Mm. And I was mm. like, thank you. Good night. Did you get paid? Yeah. 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 He just left. I just left. I was like, that was, I mean, anything now it's like something like that bombing that bad is like, that's a podcast story Yeah, <laughs> where they were just like, I don't know if we knew what we were getting. I don't know. Some one, that's the one person has one idea about it, and then everybody else is just of another. They want Don Rickles or something. I yeah. think so too. Like they 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 yeah. want it to be. You're supposed to talk about the room. Yeah. Like you know. But, but like, I even did that a little bit, and that was even getting yeah. nothing. So it's like these guys, you know. And I and the guy who booked me was a comic. He was he was, his father was one of the guys in the, in the, in the carding company. He was like a young comic. So he was like, yeah, I want you to do this. He's very excited and, and, and cool and nice. And like to, to him, uh, it, 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 I'm funny. I'm very yeah. good. But to them, they were like, we don't care about any of this. So yeah. it was like, there was some miscommunication there between he thought it would be a good idea. They thought it would be, and everybody else was like, we don't. And, Did that guy so, go up? Yeah, he went up and he struggled. Yeah. And then another guy went up, he struggled. And then I went up, I had to go for the longest. And I was really struggling to the point where that guy walked up and was like, it's good. It's yeah. enough. It's a bad spot for you too, though, because if two people before you have already struggled, yeah. then the audience has already made up their mind that this show's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. And it's like, also there was no women. It was all the same kinds of guys with their sons. Oh, and it was yeah. just like, we don't like any of this and we're not into any of it. If they had heckled you, would you have gone back at it? Yeah. And then whatever happened, happened. But but it was just like, it was just very, very cold. And that's happened to me a couple times in front of Italian, because, you know, Italians, I'm Italian. I was Italian-American anyway. And I figure, oh, these people, but no, the worst I've ever bombed is in front of other Italian-Americans, especially like in one time in Queens and like Ozone Park. So it's really like Italian Mm -hmm. neighborhoods. Like, yeah, it was, they didn't want to hear it. Your health could be in danger yeah. um, unless you took Athletic Greens. Oh, yeah. I mean, our next partner <laughs> is Athletic Greens, Mike. I think all of us take our AG1 by Athletic Greens every day. We took it today. Uh, we took nice. it today. I we did it today. take it today. I, I had yeah. not taken it, and then I got here. We took it. Now I have a lot of energy. I feel very good, yes. very sharp. We all gave AG1 a try because we wanted increased energy and immune system support, especially during the cold and flu season. I take AG1 in the morning before starting my day, and it makes me feel like I'm doing something good to cover my nutritional basis. Uh, It's much easier to mix the one scoop of powder and water once a day than to take a bunch of different things. It's the healthiest thing you can do in under a minute, and it costs less than $3 a day. Wow. I also get single-serving travel packs, so I never have to miss a day when I'm on the road. 
Every scoop, this is this is very important. Every scoop has 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients of the highest quality that have major benefits like gut and mood support, mm. boosted energy, and even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. I mean, look at mm. this hair. Yeah. Look wow. at this skin. It's flowing. <laughs> AG1 has been part of millions of mornings since 2010. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Nate. That is athleticgreens.com slash Nate. Check it out. There's a show on now. I haven't seen it, but it looks good, called The um, Godfather of Harlem. Mm-hmm. Forrest Whitaker plays Bumpy Johnson. And are you familiar with him? Yeah, I tried to watch it. Is it not good? I didn't. I, I love Forrest Whitaker, not in that role. Yeah. I didn't love it. No. Well, I was familiar. And Vincent D'Onofrio's in it too. He's he's great too, but I just didn't love. Oh, he I don't, is great. Is yeah. that uh, he's like Kingpin in the Punisher movies or Daredevil show? Yeah, I don't know those other. I don't know those other things. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was he was th- the Thor character was in he? in um, uh, Adventures in Babysitting. Did you ever see that? As a kid, no. Um, full Metal Jacket, the break. Oh, yeah, he was in Full Metal, metal Jacket. Okay. The breakup. He was the older brother in the breakup. You okay. see, the breakup is a very underrated movie with Jennifer Aniston and Vince yeah. Vaughn. <clears throat> he's great, but he's great. I mean, there are individually great actors. I just did. I'm not. I don't. I tried to watch it. I just. I, I was, like, I was I somewhat this. familiar with him because American Gangster. Yeah. Denzel Washington played yeah. Frank Lucas. Who That's was an his- interesting story too, man. American Gangster is an interesting story of him, Frank, being Bumpy Johnson's driver. Yeah. And then him taking over the drug trade and then having to like navigate because the Italians controlled the um, Have you seen heroin. It? I found it stuff. to be very boring. American Gangster. Really? Yeah. Really? You don't like it? Very boring. It. Well, what they were, I don't know if this is true or not, but in the movie, he was getting the drugs over here. It was during the Vietnam War and he was putting it in dead soldiers' coffins mm-hmm. and shipping mm-hmm. the drugs and nobody's going to go search it. Dead soldiers' coffins. So yeah. Oh wow! That's how he was getting. Well, it. he had the purest over there too. He had connection to get the purest stuff, so he had it over there. But I think that movie's a little bit false in the sense that he would have had to make some kind of a deal with the Italians at the time, yeah. because they were just powerful. They were really powerful, especially with like the police and politics. Like you know, if they they could have eliminated the competition in a number of ways, including having the police just arrest <laughs> their competitors. You know, because I think they were getting their heroin from Sicily, or you know, I love The Departed. That's based on Waddy Bulger. He, yeah, they didn't call him that in the movie. Yeah, yeah that's another one I would put up there. I like The Departed because they just caught the guy. They like, just caught like, him, and I then mean, what's more interesting is like they had him in jail, and yeah. they transferred him to a prison, another prison, and then he got ki- he got killed in prison, and he got killed in prison by a guy who got arrested who was. And uh, um, indirectly associated with the Genovese family, mm. and he got because he, somebody his uh, a superior of his flipped and put him in prison forever. So, and he's from the New England area. That guy, the guy who um, got put in prison forever from the Genovese family. So Whitey Bulger has has the reputation of being you know a rat mm-hmm. for all those years and cooperating. So when he got moved into the prison, they plotted. They they heard that he was coming into the prison and. I guess bad security or whatever, or the the staff there didn't think about what they were doing and wheeled him into the wrong area and left him alone for um, a, f- a few minutes. And they snuck in there and, and brutally, I mean, they killed him pretty brutally. Who would that have been uh, in the movie? 
Jack Nicholson. Oh, Jack okay. Nicholson, yeah. yeah. But he was 89 when he died, yeah. so he was pretty old. He was pretty old, but he was in a wheelchair, and they wheeled him in, and like, those guys, like, you know. You just stay so, here for a second. We'll be right back. <laughs> he goes, nothing can go wrong. There's just some good Italian men in here. <laughs> He goes, I'll be honest with you, it's one of the better cells to be in. They cook really good food. All right, everybody, we'll be right back. Whitey Bulger. All right. They just just, announce it. Yeah. Uh, Just bad news. He, uh, so he was an FBI informant. Yeah. People didn't know it at the time. Yeah. And an FBI agent tipped him off that he was about to be arrested. Right. And that's when he fled and hid for, what, 20-something years? Yeah, he hid for a long time. And he just hid in Santa Monica. I mean, yeah. it just was like, it was crazy to be like, this yeah. dude could just yeah. be gone like that. He was number two on the most wanted list under Bin Laden for years and years. And then he got Bin Laden, and then he was number one. Wow. So. I bet he hated when they got Bin Laden. Yeah. <laughs> so they just caught this guy? Now this was years ago. Um, I mean, I've been doing. I was doing comedy yeah. when they called him. Like, yeah. Yeah. I remember it wasn't I that I, long ago. Like, I want to say 2011. Se- yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And he died in 2018. Yeah. In prison. Hmm. Yeah, he's probably ready to go at this point. He was. Yeah, a, they said that. he was a brutal, brutal guy, though. Just really a vicious, vicious guy. So, you know, I don't know. Johnny, he deserved it. As Johnny well. Depp played him in a movie. I didn't think that oh, one was Black that Mass. Great. Yeah. 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 I liked it. You did. Yeah. He's like, great, yeah, that movie, yeah, I like that movie Never too. Seen yeah. That. yeah, it's good. I'd like and to it, watch it though, yeah. maybe add some context to The Departed. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. It, it, it does. He was, because he said he was a rat, but you're like, I guess he's just, he did it the right way. He was like, never gave up anything. Well, no, he did give up his enemies. Like, yeah. there was a, a the Italians in the north end of Boston, I was just in Boston, north end of Boston, they were named the Angelos. They were like a brothers and they um, ran Boston for the Italians. So it was like a rival group. And uh, he informed on them and got them all put in jail. So that they eliminated his rivals that way. <clears throat> yes, but know. I mean, so he's not ratting in the way of telling on your own people he's, right he's, he's not competing. i don't think he was telling on his own people he was anybody who competing or whatever yeah, yeah. but um yeah the whole but, but the rules try. are you're not supposed yeah. to you're not supposed to talk to the government yeah. at all you know no matter you, who. well then the guy that the fbi guy that was in the inside yeah i mean that guy's black mass that guy's great in it that guy is is awesome oh yeah that guy got prosecuted yeah. in real life yeah, and yeah he's doing like gear he's doing yeah. life yeah, yeah. But he's a and the, the I forget his name the actor but he was he was he's great in that movie he is. Another one from uh, in New York who did that is uh, Gregory Scarpa. He was a stone cold gangster in the Colombo family. Yeah, and it turns out like after he died that they it came out that he was an informant for years and years and years and years and got a lot of people jammed up. But he was a killer man. No one knew he was. No one knew he was. And yeah. then uh and I, even his own people, like when it came out, like they they were in disbelief that he was. And then and he died or he He died. He died of AIDS. Oh really? Yeah. But no AIDS. one got to him? They didn't I mean he was in prison. He he would he he got he got put in prison. Did he have a blood a blood transfusion? Yeah he had a blood transfusion and uh I'm got trying to convince that to that. What's that? You got to really convince that in the 80s. You're like, no, nah, it was a blood transfusion. <laughs> They're like, yeah, I bet it was. <laughs> and then, you know, I swear to you, it was a blood transfusion. But you know what it stemmed from? It stemmed from him. Uh, they, they, this, they said this, that he would uh, drink all the time, but he would uh, cut it with uh, whatever alcohol he was using with water. And he would also take aspirins 
before to prevent the hangover. Mm-hmm. So, but after years and years of taking aspirins, it kind of would eat into his stomach. Mm. So he had to go get like some kind of a stomach surgery and he needed a blood transfusion because of that. And then instead of taking the hospital blood, which was tested, he asked all of his crew to come in and give blood because he didn't trust the hospital blood. Well, but it turns out somebody in his crew was doing steroids and that's, he was sharing needles. Yeah, I'd read that they uh, wanted him to take blood from a minority, but he was such a racist. He's yeah. like, no, I will right. not do that. I'll take one from my own guys. Right, right. <laughs> and he dies. He, no yeah. Way. That's a... Uh, a guy, I don't know what I was trying to say. Like, so that I, do you have stuff on Ice Fan or? You know, I looked up a little bit about him. Uh, I don't have anything here, but but he killed like over a hundred people, I think. Yeah, the Did Ice he? Man. You know, I know him, but like I know who he is. Like, he killed a hundred people. I think so. I know he killed. I know he. But killed, he was but like a serial killer that I think yeah. they just used. They used him to. Yeah. From what I understand, this is all from what I understand. Yeah. By the way, I just listen to the podcast and read the books. Yeah. But I'm interested in it, and it's like, yeah, they used him in certain instances to kill. But he was like a serial killer. Yeah. Like I mean, he was just truly well, like a he, crazy. They, yeah, they. He wasn't crazy, but they used him to kill. But that. Well, um, he was crazy in the fact that he's did what he did. Like when you watch, like he killed. I mean, he ta- he just killed people for like he just. Felt like it. Yes. Like, you just wanted to see what it was like. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's, uh, I know you think that's normal, Mike, but yeah. <laughs> I, it's crazy in my world. But, like, yeah, so I would think, like, and he's in New Jersey yeah. during the mafia times. Yeah. That you're just like, they're like, yo, this dude, because he's not Italian. He's no. something. And then, but he's enough that, like, they're like, will you kill this person? And then it's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'll do whatever. Like, you know. For money. For yeah. money, he doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't care. But he was... um he would work for um, um, this crew of guys. He did some jobs, at least. I don't know exclusively if he worked for them out of the um, out of Brooklyn, and it was called the Gemini Lounge. And these guys were that's this book called the Murder Machine. And these guys killed hundreds and hundreds of people because they would they would take them to the, the this Gemini Lounge where their headquarters was, and they would chop the bodies up, mm-hmm. drain the blood. They had a whole system of butchering the bodies mm. and dismembering them, tying them in pla- separate plastic bags, and then they had um, relatives who uh, owned carting services, you know, for trash, and they would take the bodies away and just bury them, and they would never be found. And then back then it was like no body, no crime. Mm. So they would never get caught, but they were there was hundreds of murders. Wow! Yeah, the Gemini Lounge. There's a movie about it. Is there? Doing a little light watching it came out this year. Oh wow! Hmm. So if you're looking for something light, easy to watch. <laughs> sounds sounds. Huh. Got a few terms here. I wanted yeah. to, but they were like notorious killers. Yeah. Uh. Uh, go to the mattresses. Probably heard that right. Oh yeah, yeah. What is that? That's if there's a war, uh, they go um, hide, and they don't want to be at home, so they go with family. So they go and they have uh, different places around the city that they're basically hiding, and and uh, and they pull mattresses in there so they could sleep. Like I'm, and, I keep referencing Sopranos, but the next to last episode is when. Uh, the rival crew starts killing Tony's guys right. and they go hide at some safe house. Right. They're safe houses, basically. Yeah. And they have to bring mattresses in there because guys all have to sleep. Hopefully a together. helix mattress. Hopefully <laughs> a helix. If but, they want to get good sleep. But do they, uh, did anybody kill other families or did anybody cross the, like, I'm sure, were they? Well, how did John Gotti get away with killing Paul Castellano? Yeah, that was the whole thing. It's, uh, 
he, do you know the whole story about that? Well, I think Paul Castellano was the boss. Yes. Some people weren't happy that he became the boss. Right. John Gotti didn't like him. Yeah. And then he got enough backing behind him to- Well, the, the um, Gotti's crew was supposedly involved in um, heroin trafficking. Mm. Not him per se, but guys in his crew, his brother mm-hmm. and uh, another trusted friend. And that's against the, that's a death sentence. So once it came out, once they got busted, yeah. And uh, but there's wiretaps of Paul asking, telling him, "I want it. I want the tapes. I want the tape. The because they they had the government had them, and and um, you know, in trial they have to disclose. They have to give the tapes over to the defense. So the defense had the tapes. So he goes, "I want the tapes. I want to hear what's on the tapes." And they they he they knew if they would have gave him the tapes, then it's it's. Over for mm. them, they they would the they would have the god the Gotti crew would have gotten killed. They they were in danger of getting killed, so they had to make the move at the time. Mm. You know, to be like, you know, us or him. If you're gonna, was if he, we give up these tapes, he was the boss. A, yeah, he was the boss. And John Gotti was the underboss, a captain, a captain. Yeah, and then the captain, he they didn't like him, but the underboss was his mentor. The underboss was a guy named Neil Delacroce, who was a uh, he was Gotti's mentor. And he was alive and he was saying, because they wanted to kill Paul earlier. And he was like, no, you don't do that. That's against the rules. You never kill a sitting boss. But then he died of brain cancer in 1985. And as soon as he died, then that crew mobilized and killed him. That's why they killed him like Christmas 1985. And then Gotti became the boss. Yeah. He became the boss, but it was it was um, against the commission. Yeah. You can't become a boss that way. You can't become a boss by killing the boss. Yeah, It's against the rules. So so they, but they did it and they were like, just, we don't know what happened. You know, they, they didn't admit yeah. to it. They just go, we don't know what happened. And then the guy who took the underboss position, like the chin, the guy in the bathrobe, he was from another family who was close to Castellano. Mm-hmm. He had the underboss killed. He was picking guys off in Gotti's crew. He's killing them as revenge for... Gotti killing Castellano. And he was eventually going to kill Gotti. I was about to say, it seems like it's helping yeah. Gotti if he's killing the guys ahead of him. No, he's killing the guys around. Gotti was already boss then. Uh, so he's killing the guys around him, slowly killing the guys around him. He, he killed like four or five guys around one of, of his closest confidants. And then he, he was going to kill Gotti, but he got arrested. So Paul Castellano's underboss remained the underboss? No, he got killed too. The like, there's a whole big thing in uh, front of Spark Steakhouse in New York. Yeah. They pull up. Yeah. They go to get out of the car, and five gunmen with Russian hats on ambush them mm. and 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 shoot them. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, me, and uh, Laura ate there. Yeah, I've eaten there before. <laughs> yeah, that was this is how we got. It was it was very expensive, and I remember we went where I forget it. It was like what's crazy? Like how much? It, it might have been a couple hundred dollars. It's like very yeah, expensive. Very expensive. And we took like we took a picture of the bill because mm. it was like we've never seen anything. Yeah, like it was like, well, this doesn't seem real, right? How is it this much money for this food? And we like it was just like two southern people going to New York City. Like, can you believe? <laughs> yeah, how was the food? <laughs> uh, I mean, it was great. It I was mean, it good. was, but it I don't, was really you know, good. I don't yeah. know. It's like, it, but it was just insane for yeah. it to be yeah. as much as it was, right? It's the last and, thing Paul Castellano was doing, complaining about the bill. Yeah. Could this not get any worse? Yeah. yeah. He was going into the restaurant to eat. They Usually they wait for them to oh. eat and then shoot them. But I mean, oh, they really? did save him some money, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's expensive. He might have liked a nice, was that a place he always went to or something? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, but you learned don't make a reservation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe. Yeah, come up with a fake name at least. Yeah. 
don't really have a fun way to get out of this. Uh, there's some funny nicknames, Junior Lollipops, Johnny Sausage, Quack Quack Regario, because he walked like a duck. What about Dick Tracy? How accurate was that to the uh, whole mobster thing? You had, you remember that movie? You remember that movie? Never that saw out? it. I don't know. I never Warren Beatty was in yeah. it? Yeah. Had all the mobsters. They had the fun yeah. names. Johnny yeah, Sausages just, is funny. Yeah. Um, Tommy Three Fingers. Yeah. Quack Quack, good. I feel like. BB. If they call you quack quack, you just know you're not getting to the top. Yeah. Like you just, you don't, a quack quack doesn't make it to a boss. No. Carmine the snake. How do you get to be a boss? Like, do you, can you like work your way? These guys are bosses forever. Yeah, they're bosses forever until they die yeah. or something. Yeah. And then like the, but like, so when you're like get into the mafia, if you want to work your way to the top, I mean, you almost can't because you're like. But wasn't there a guy who, the other guys tried to kill him, and then he survived, and then he's like, I'm just going to retire if you don't kill oh, me. Oh, that's Frank Costello. He was, like, controlling one of the families, you know? Yeah. He was a tough... And uh, Genovese... Actually, the guy, uh, Vincent Gigante, is the, yeah. guy, is the trigger man okay. back in the 50s. He walked into, like, a hotel lobby where the guy was coming out and shot him in the head, but he only grazed him. Mm. So he survived, and then they asked him to identify a shooter. He refused. And um, in court, he couldn't. He said he didn't remember, and then he got off. And know? then he just said retired. Then he's like, "I'm retired now." Yeah, and they yeah. let him go, right? Yeah, yeah. they let him go. Let him retire. retire. Yep. Because hmm. yeah. he didn't say anything. Well, could he have said, "Well, I would have retired"? Like, I feel like there's a lot of that. Do you? Why don't you tell me your? Hey, we're probably going to kill you, and, I'm, and I'll go like, "Oh yeah, then I'll retire." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just ask. I mean, me that's to retire. what I would do. Yeah, Give him that option. I would do too. It's like retirement is way better yeah. than you but plotting you know, to kill me. In the movie The Irishman, it seems like. Um, who was Al Pacino's character? He was playing the Jimmy Hoffa. Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. And they were like being like, go ahead and retire. And he was like, we're going to kill you if yeah. you don't retire. And he wouldn't do it. That's really a crazy thing because that's the, the truth. Like they were telling him to retire, telling him to retire because Frank Fitzsimmons, his predecessor, Hoffa had dealings with the mob, but he like kind of had a backbone and dealt with them, gave some stuff, took some stuff, whatever. But then when he went to prison, Frank Fitzsimmons, his predecessor stood up and he was just a complete lackey. The mob just did whatever they wanted. So the mob was like, oh, this guy's better. Yeah. We're just going to keep this guy. And then Hoffa came out of prison and was like, yeah, I want my union back. And the mom was like, nah, we're good with this guy. Just retire. And he was like, no. And they were like, just retire. You have a nice family. Just retire. And he said, no, I'm taking my union back. And like, All right. And they just made him disappear. One of the most famous guys in America, they just made him disappear. I mean, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's crazy to be. The, I mean, he wasn't he in Nashville. I think he was in Nashville. In that when, movie, the, in the movie. The, uh, was he on trial? I think he got arrested yeah. in Nashville. His trial. He got arre- yeah. His trial was here or he got arrested here. Jimmy Hoffa was in Nashville when something happened. Maybe it was when he saw on the news that he was there. It was, uh, there was, there's a, there, he is, uh, he visited, he was in Nashville many times. He spoke to a thousand teamsters and their wives at War Memorial Auditorium. While Music City 1960, Alpha blasted JFK saying he is a police mentality. He's not fit to be president. All right. But he I'm, was somewhere. Uh, I mean, I think, um, I feel like the courtroom scene was supposed to be set in Nashville. Yeah. I almost think it was. I feel like he got arrested here for something and had to go to court. Yeah. Yeah, there was something with him in Nashville. Uh uh yeah, faced Teamster Chief 
a trial in Nashville that ended in a mistrial. So he had a trial in Nashville. Uh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's... So we're uh, getting in on the action a little yeah. bit here, too. You guys are part it's of it. It's not all in New York. You guys were part of it. Yeah. Stuff happens here. Do you think uh, the mafia killed JFK? Yes. You do? Yeah, I think for sure. They were the guys in the grassy knoll. They set it up. Those guys would, were masters of deception back then. They were really, I mean, it was evil, but very smart the way they would do things. I mean, to make Jimmy Hoffa just disappear is incredible. So if they could do that, they can like, I think yeah, they I mean, he's like Elvis. Presence. Yeah. He's that famous. Yeah. That is wild. Yeah. And Lee Harvey Os- Oswald, what role do you think he played? I think he was a patsy. Like, I think he, he had anything he do to anything. do anything. I think maybe I don't know. They had him. In, they had him there, but I don't think. Yeah. I think the real guys were very serious guys in the bushes who shot at him, and they they were very uh, intent on killing him. They yeah. hated him. Like the, they really. They have wiretaps of them talking about. They hated Kennedy with a passion. I read that Frank Sinatra was kind of uh, a connection. Yeah, with uh, Chicago, with, with the Teamsters. Yeah, and uh, he lobbied uh, them. I guess to get. <clears throat> votes for JFK. Right. And then JFK didn't do what they wanted. Not only did he not do what they wanted, he he uh, appointed his brother attorney general and his brother attacked them. You know, and rightfully so. They are like everything he was saying was correct, but they they were like we get you into office. That's the way they felt. You we got you into office and this is what you do to us. And you don't do that like back then to those kinds of guys cuz those kinds of guys like will figure it out and take action. Yeah, it's crazy if the if the mafia they got rid of Hoffa and JFK and yeah. no one still knows. Like yeah. you know, but those guys really. I mean, they're uh, granted they were the the system was woefully behind. There was no cameras. There was no legal wiretaps. Wasn't even a thing. There was no RICO statute. There was no witness protection. So nobody cooperated with the government. It was a death sentence. And Frank Sinatra had to perform for them, right? Yeah, uh, because since as almost like a punishment, like yeah, because. JFK didn't do what he told them they would do. He had to go perform for them like free shows just to stay on the good graces. Kind of oh, like your funny. show. Kinda yeah. Like your show that you did. I wonder yeah. if Frank Sinatra bombed for them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. They were going to kill Castro. The government yeah, was going to get right. the mafia to kill Warren Castro. Talks with the with the mafia to kill Castro. Yeah. 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 Everything was just on the, on the low back then. Mm. No one talked. Everybody just... The good old days. I mean, <laughs> but there was no none of this technology, and they didn't have the legal means in order to put these guys in jail. Yeah, you know. So, all right, all right fun times. <laughs> it was fun. All it right. was a great one. Yeah, it was a great one. It's a hot. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, I uh, so uh, yeah. Watch Michael uh, Michael Vecchioni. <laughs> Uh, Michael Vecchione, Mike Vecchione, The Attractives, watch that. It's coming out on uh, Nate Land YouTube channel uh, where you're seeing this. Go subscribe to it. You can see other specials. The Mike's comes out this Friday, March 24th, 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so make sure you uh, go check that out. Uh, and yeah, I'm on the road. Charleston, West Virginia coming up. Uh, Bridgetone, I believe, is sold out. Which is wild. Wow. Uh, and but we were also be in Johnson City uh, the day before Bridgestone, uh, and then uh, a bunch of other stuff. I'm in Tallahassee, Florida this weekend. But just go to my website. A lot of touring. New hour. It's there. Nothing on the special. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, I'll be uh, I'm moving for Heather Land this weekend at mm. the Mule House in Columbia, Tennessee. But April second, I'm headlining Stand Up Live in Huntsville. So oh, nice. please come to that. Nice. All right, tonight I'll be at Zany's Nashville doing my my own show there. Uh, it'll be great. And then uh, on Saturday I'll be in Petrosky, Michigan, or Bay Harbor, in case I'm pronouncing that wrong. Mm. All right. I'm at Comic Mike V on all social media platforms. Please give me a follow if you haven't already at Comic Mike V. Uh, the special out this Friday, um, March 24th, 5 p.m., Nate Land on Nate's website. And on I will, YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah. On, on the website. I'm sorry. On YouTube. Yeah. And I will be in Madison, Wisconsin at Comedy on State this weekend, um, all weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And next weekend, I will be in Tampa at Side Splitters. All right. So MikeVecchione.com Mike Mike for dates. Thank you. Two great clubs great. back to back. That's yeah, awesome. it's yeah. great ones. Yeah. All right. Uh, as always, we love you. Uh, thank you for listening and uh, see you next week. Bye. Nate Land is produced by Nate Land Productions and by me, Nate Bargetsy, and my wife, Laura, on the Audio Boom platform. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast. <laughs>